Cause me Jesus fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Yes, it's a very cold edition. Power's still on. Thank God. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. After I get through good mornings and, and, and a little bit of bitching, we're going to talk about that before we even start the show, all right? Goddamn snow out there all over the place. Oh, it's disgusting. You people that enjoy this garbage. Ugh. And... And Bubba just came back in the room. He loves looking at it. He doesn't like walking in it, though. Like, I, I'm watching the news this morning. Now, look, I, I give Bubba a hard time. Sure. Right? Because he's dumb. I love my dog, though. I, 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 I do. I, I, I do love the dog, even though he's stupid. I'm watching this guy yesterday in Texas, right? They got a pool in their backyard. They got a pool. A lot of the pools here have a, a sheet of ice on them. And, look, if you got a dog and you got a pool and you got a sheet of ice, you're going to have to go outside and watch the dog. Well, this idiot had two dogs. And one of the dogs decided to go walking on the ice. What's under that ice? That's right, water. Sure enough, dog got to a part that wasn't quite frozen enough. And down goes the dog in the pool. And the owner's out there. The, the owner comes running out there, right? And he's got, like, you know, his parka on, his boots and all this stuff. And he's running around the pool telling the dog to come to him. Hey, motherfucker, jump in the damn pool. Get in. It took the guy, like, two minutes to get in. If my stupid-ass dog fell into a pool, I don't care if I'm wearing shorts and a T-shirt, I'm jumping in the damn pool to save him. You dumb shit. You got a park on. Wait, that dog can't understand. You're reasoning with a dog that fell through the ice. What kind of jamoke are you? Ah, oh, man. Big show today. We got listener mail today. Let's start with the listener mail here. We, we ain't going to do the sound effects yet because this, one, this one's cool. Our good friend Christopher down in Fresno. He says it's been a while since I've been there for a live show. A few months back, they pulled us off routes uh, for the second time in a year due to the horrible and deadly coronavirus. He put the dun-dun-dun in, too. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Tuesday morning will be my first day back in my bus, plus picking up kids and taking them to school. Uh, We're back to a limited route with small groups of kids. I'll definitely be listening while I work, but I may not be in the chat much. At least not while I'm driving. Oh, you pussy. It's just their lives you're driving around with. You can chat. 
No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, Christopher, welcome back, buddy. Good to hear you're back. I mean, I don't know why you couldn't listen before, but hey, that's okay. You're probably sleeping in, and you deserve that because you work hard. So uh, welcome back. Uh, glad to have you back. All kinds of stuff to get to. Let's get to good mornings here. Braddy Kid, first one here. She says good morning. Well, good morning to you, Braddy Kid. Andrew says good morning, everyone, and Braddy. Kale says, I guess I'll be second today. Braddy doesn't count. Nine hours is practically this sh- in the previous day still. And she got a two-hour head start, so that's only seven hours. Uh, Hangtown Jim says good morning, ass family. David says it's a good day. Good morning, ass family. Kale says only about eight inches of snow here in southeast Michigan. Oh, you trying to catch up to us? Uh, they closed the roads to non-emergency personnel for the time being. Mm-hmm. Fucking roads here. I, I, I swear, like the sun's out. It looks like it's nice outside, and then you go outside, and it's minus one degree. It's the coldest it's been here since 1989. I don't remember that day in 1989 because I was probably really hammered. I, I got to be honest with you. Back in 1989, I drank a lot. Trying to do the math, I was 18. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Brad Kid says, Kale, no, I wasn't. I'm two hours ahead. Can't sleep because of this fucking snow. All I dream about is pipes defrosting and busting. I think we have, like, we might have a frozen pipe. Like, one of the hot water pipes might be frozen. All the other pipes are fine. Took a nice hot shower this morning. Man, I'm using energy like there's no tomorrow, but we'll get to that. Uh, let's see, I'm in Michigan going on 10 a.m. I don't know, about nine hours. Seems almost previous day to me. Uh, and you know it's cold when Artie has pa- Arnie has pants on. Yeah, I got some sweats on today. It's minus one. That's frigid, man, even though I'm in a nice warm house. Uh, Straight Fire says, happy Tuesday to you all. I love this show. Well, thank you, Straight Fire. I love you, buddy. I love that you love the show. That means a lot to me. It really does. Kale says, the other day I went out in my work truck and sandals and PJ pants and T-shirt. Had a few inches of snow still on the ground. I walked through. Yeah, fuck, man. I got so many. (sighs) This this, this weather's horrible. Can't can't it just be summer already? Travis says, good morning, ass family. Bradster says, morning, biggin. Ass hats, too. What's up, Bradster? Cameron Dice says, morning, ass family. Andrew says, I think we got uh, what Dallas had yesterday. Lots of snow. 11 degrees. Minus 10 wind chill here in hell, Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah. This is. It. And by the way, by the way, the big storm hits tonight. That's right. I said it. The big storm hits tonight. Uh, Alicia says, morning, uh, ass amigos. Andrew, what part of Tennessee? I believe he is in the true hell of the Nashville area. All I know is I may have sold my underwear from driving to work. I don't like this weather. Uh, they only count when they're sold, Braddy. Here's <laughs> Mary Soiled. Uh, okay, we have friends in Nashville and Lewisburgs. The ones in Nashville had an ice storm the other day. Yeah, we get those too. Dave Coe, good morning, he says. I can't wait to talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Uh, Bing has a song for you. It's called White February, but it was canceled for obvious reasons. Play it if you dare. Yeah, I, I, I might not. might not be playing that one. Uh, Fred says, good morning. <laughs> Brady Kids says, let Bubba sink. 1989, I was three, so I don't recall much. Yeah, fuck off. I was I was a little older. Uh, if we have any listeners who voted for Biden because his green policy, 
you don't get to reap the benefits of the oil industry like heating your house. Well, let's just talk about that, shall we? Shall we talk about that? that that's the best news. I, I found out there's a power plant near my house. I live close to a, a lake named Lake Ray Hubbard. I grew up going to that lake. We grew up drinking down at the boat docks in high school and everything like that. So I never really, re- I didn't know that there was a power plant over there. You know, I stay away from those things. But there's a power plant, and it is run by the evil coal companies. Yeah, it's been offline. It's been offline for about five years, along with a bunch of other ones. Now, what they're doing, though, because the people in Austin want to have turbines. Yay, wind power. Okay. Hey, that's fine. It's fine. You want to have wind power? That's great. Open my fucking coal up. You know why? Because the turbines froze. Oh, I, I, I mean, I mean, oh, the turbines froze. That's why the power grid is having such a hard time here in Texas. All these alternate er, forms of energy that people oh, want to use. By the way, if your solar panels are covered in snow, they aren't going to work. Hey, by the way, do you know what doesn't freeze? Hmm. And that's the category on Jeopardy. This source of power does not freeze. Oh, uh, what is coal? And the answer would be... Correct the mundo. God damn it. These turbines that have closed... By the way, yeah. This is this is headed towards everybody. I hate it. In Sub-Zero, how is that electric car working un-Sub-Zero temps? Batteries get stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you know, I, I mean, yeah. I guess oil and gas can freeze, but it's like minus 200 degrees, so we all be dead anyway. Truck started up fine this morning for Braddy to go to work. By the way, the 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 power company that we use, not offline. They, and by the way, they're not doing blackouts. They're not doing rolling blackouts. So thanks to Tommy for telling me what power company to go with when we first moved here. Because you have a choice. You have a choice of like 48 different power companies here in the state of Texas. And if I found out that we had picked one that had turbines... I would, I, I would probably move back to California. That's how much I hate these turbines that are frozen. It was funny. A couple nights ago in downtown Dallas, uh, they had the skyline lit. And the, and the skyline of Dallas is, is, is a pretty cool skyline. Uh, Morty the Mortician sent me a, a text on Instagram. Safe dude. Poxitani Phil. <laughs> Says uh, six more weeks of winter. That's from Alicia. Oh, holy shit! Jay Rankin says we've been out with power with for over twenty four hours. Holy shit, dude, that sucks. That's horrible. And you got turbine electricity then. This is this is ridiculous. Look, and it's not a lot, a lot of snow. I mean, for Texas, this is huge. Buenos dias, ogre. This is pretty big for the state of Texas, and, and it's only going to get worse tonight. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> you see, Artie, Texas' problem is they didn't install enough solar panels. Left-wing response to your problem. And when you say no sun either, that's their answer. What's their answer for that? Yeah. Andrew says, my buddy in Fort Worth just told me they're on hour 30 of no power. Yeah. Well, hey, you can't, you can't get them things spinning if they frozen. By the way, worked on a lot of new sound effects. Uh, you'll like these. Uh, Ogre, I've got, I, Ogre, I'm going to start with you. You ready? So to all you people who are without power and everything right now, and somehow you're listening on your phone, next time somebody bitches about it, just say this. Darkness is your ally. You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. I love Bane. Bane's voice just makes me laugh. Ah, you have merely adopted it, Batman. You and your cowl and your card piece that I'd like to see if it's real or not. My cousin-in-law outside of Waco found dead wild birds literally frozen to death on her farm. Well, you're going to hear stories about people in Florida. And the Bane sound effect is awesome. Well, what about this one right here? Can you guess this one? What are you doing here today? Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. We have Chris Hansen now from To Catch a Predator when he would walk in. What are you doing here today? Best lines on TV. God, I miss that. I miss that show, To Catch a Predator. Oh. Kale says the fucktards in California need to have a week-long freeze-over so all their green shit stops working. Then they may realize that it's not only the it's not the only option. Amen to that. What's this sound effect here? Oh, oh, I know what this one is. I don't understand what's going on. In See, the yeah, yeah. When when the liberals talk to me, I'm just gonna start playing this. I'm I dumb. don't understand what's going on in the news. <laughs> I'm not likable. I don't change my underwear. Uh, I don't exercise. And when I do sweat, I don't shower. I don't clean the area between my crotch and legs. Why do I do all that? I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. And you motherfuckers need Jesus. See, exactly. And then, of course, we have... Oh, you think darkness is your ally? Oh. You merely adopted the dark. You adopted it. I was born in it. And I like to fuck in it as well. I'm your huckleberry. That's a good one. And then, of course, this one. Ah, guarantee. All right, so there you go. We got new sound effects in. So that's good. That's good. Now we get back to the old regular sh- shitty sound effects. That's clearly Farley, but sounds uh, like his Newt Gingrich impersonation. No, that was, uh, that was Bennett Brower. When he would come on the weekend update and he'd do the air quotes. I don't bathe regularly. <laughs> he got what we have all. It's called fetitis. <laughs> oh, I miss Chris Farley so much. Farley was so funny. Like, I was going through sound bites last night in my head thinking, what do I need for the show? Oh, I, I got to have the weight problem one. Uh, and then the Ben Brower came because, yes, sometimes I've been called stupid on the show. So the next time says somebody says, oh, Arnie, you just don't understand. Uh, uh, you're just a redneck from Texas. I don't understand what's going on in the news. <laughs> I'm not likable. I don't change my underwear. Uh, I don't 
exercise. And when I do sweat, I don't shower. And I don't clean the area between my crotch and legs. The word crotch is just so fantastic. Arnie, Chris Hansen is bringing back to Catch a Predator on YouTube. I think he uh, might have a couple episodes up already. He is also uh, doing a deep dive on Peter Nygaard. Okay. I hope that's true because from what I understood, he tried to bring it back a few years ago, and he ripped off everybody that invested in it. I mean, I love To Catch a Predator. To Catch a Predator was probably one of the greatest shows ever on NBC. You can, you can have your SVU. You can have your St. Elsewhere. You can go back. You can have the Cosby Show, Flazzle Dazzle. To Catch a Predator, when animals attack humans and the Glutton Bowl are the three greatest shows to ever be on TV. Uh, he just did an interview with uh, Heather McDonald, so it was recent. Okay, good, good, good. Thank you, you're out. Catch a Predator should be sponsored by beer, uh, pizza and beer commercials. Hell, that's all the product placement by the perverts all the way. Live PD ranks where I loved Live PD. But I, shit, I, I want them to bring it back. I want him to bring it back. I, I, I heard rumors last year that Live PD was coming back. I do love Live PD, but mainly the dog interactions. If we could have live canine, see, you put me in charge of the show, and you just give cameras to the canine crews because there is nothing better, nothing at all better than when a canine officer gets to jump out of the window and grab a guy right by the nuts. And I'll never forget, the first time I saw it was an episode of Cops. This big old steroid dude, right? Big old steroid dude, he was fighting one of the uh, police. And uh, then all of a sudden, you know, the, the policeman said, Sig Heil! The fucking dog jumped out of the car. <laughs> Peter Nygaard puts Jeffrey Epstein to shame. He's a lifetime predator. Awesome. Did you watch the canine competition show last summer? Yes, I did. That was kind of cool. It kind of kind it, it became re- kind of redundant after a while that they're doing this. It was a cool show. But I want to see I want to see him get somebody. Get you some, dog. Oh, call it Racha Cam. Put a camera on the dog. That's genius. They give those dogs great. Oh, they do. Ronan. I mine would be Satan. Come on, Satan, let's go. <laughs> let's take some souls today. Uh, like I said, lots and lots of stuff on the show today. Uh, we'll start with this. I think this is fantastic. Governor Cuomo, I I tell you what, this guy is going to end up in jail here in the next couple weeks. The only thing that compares to canine takedowns is when cops come flying out of nowhere from off frame and boom! Tackle those motherfuckers. An acquaintance of mine is SAC PD officer, and he showed us uh, light rail station footage of him doing a flying tackle on two fighting crazy bitches on the train. It was epic. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. Uh, Arnie had dreams of him running it with Bubba. That dream was quickly squashed. Yes, yes, it was squashed. And we had like this little, like when I when I lived in, in Sacramento and Bubba was little, there was this like, like playground. 
And it kind of was like a little obstacle course that I wanted to run Bubba on. Yeah, Bubba ain't going to do that shit. And Bubba has a heart problem, so can't do it. Yeah, and, and I'm fat. So any perp tries to get away from us, congratulations, you got away. All right, so Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo. He is just, oh, it's so fantastic to watch. He should be charged with, I don't know, how many counts of murder. The daughter, the daughters of a lot of people are coming forward. And this lady says, uh, Governor Cuomo exposed my mom to COVID, then tried to cover it up, and my mama died. (laughs) Wow. Man, oh, man. Uh, New York Attorney General uh, Letitia James released a bombshell report that says nursing home death count was off by about 50%. And the governor tried to cover that up. And, and do you know what the governor's response was? The governor's response, and by the way, nobody's buying the governor's response. He said, well, it's because of this political climate we're in. Huh? It, because of the political climate. The, the political climate we're in right now shows that you shouldn't try to cover shit up. You see, the, the political climate we're in was started about four years ago when they were investigating things that weren't real. And now that things are real, we're not investigating What kind of bizarro world is America in right now? When there is, you know, shit going on with the election, we're not going to investigate. Now we're talking about dead old people. Now, look, old people, that's what they do is they die. Sure, sure. But come on, man. Come on. You cannot hide and cover up people's deaths. They have loved ones. I don't know how he's still the governor of New York. I don't know how he's not in prison. This amazes me. Amazes me. But there's only one thing that amazes me more. And it's celebrities who were saluting Andrew Cuomo. Billy Crystal praised Cuomo for, quote, giving us the truth in daily briefings. Billy? He, he didn't. He, he, he didn't. He won an Emmy. For, for for something he did, uh, Cuomo did, he wanted some sort of weird Emmy. The Founders Award in recognition of his leadership during the COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs> Who said, oh, Billy Crystal said, the briefings gave us hope, gave us clarity, gave us the truth, and gave us something we were not getting from Washington, leadership. So leadership is killing old people, according to Billy Crystal. Look, this isn't, I, I, I just want, I'm going to put this out there on me. Yes, I am, I am crowing about this because Cuomo's on the left and a lot of these celebrities are. Can we make this about not left-right? 
if you want to bitch and moan about Trump, you go ahead and bitch and moan about Trump all you want to. You go right ahead. I'm not going to tell you to shut up. But please present some facts to me. We have facts. We have facts now. Cuomo has admitted. Yeah, yeah, I tried to cover up the numbers. Well, because of the, 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 the current political climate. What does that have to do with the fucking price of tea in Japan? And I know it's China, but hey, you got to mix it up every now and then. His brother works at CNN, so it's not seeing the airtime it should be. It's literally an incestuous circle jerk. Billy's blaming Biden, too. Hey, look, this isn't Joe Biden's fault. As much as I want to bash Joe Biden, and we will. Oh, there's another story. By the way, fact checkers are not doing their jobs, and we'll get to that story here in a second. Um, flag on the play. If Cuomo is uh, offing old people, doesn't that run contrary to the whole shit storm we've been battling through and the restrictions to save old people who are the most vulnerable to COVID? Correct the mundo. Robert De Niro, scumbag. Thank you for your leadership during these trying times. Thank you for murdering my grandmother. What a dick. Rosie Perez, anybody understood her? Do they have to get a translator? I can't understand a thing that bitch says. I had to da 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 Oh, you're all the man. We're all in a crisis, a panic. And you offer your strength, your leadership, your direction, and your caring, and your heart. Not for old people. <laughs> Hi, Mama, good morning to you. Now people are coming out and going, wow, how embarrassing. Oh, is this the clip? Let, 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 let's play a little bit of the clip, shall we? Yeah, I think we should. Support. Good Lord knows I needed it. And don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. The Founders Award. It is now my distinct pleasure to present the 2020 International Emmy Founders Award to Governor Andrew Cuomo. Fuck you, dickhead. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rosie Perez Bain would be an impossible to understand. Ah, hello, Baba. Ah, hello, Baba. You know, once she's off camera, Rosie Perez sounds like Andy Rooney or something. You ever wonder? You ever realize? You ever notice? Oh, wait, I got to go back on. How about Rosie Perez and Cardi B raising a child together? That, that child would be a mute. Dave Coe says Rosie is like Charo on helium. Yeah, and you can understand less. Charo is like a natural-born American citizen compared to Rosie Perez. Billy. I mean, her biggest movie was White Men Can't Jump. She was dating Woody Harrelson. Billy. Billy. These people. I, 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 I. So I guess half the celebrities in Hollywood hate old people, and the other half like to have sex with children. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what the percentages are. 
Uh, when is CNN going to have the bros on together? Just so younger bro Fredo <laughs> can tell older bro Ayatollah he's the best governor to walk the planet since Julius Caesar. He has them on there every now and then. And by the way, yeah, yeah, the younger brother, is that, is that Chris Cuomo? That queef on CNN? I'd like to punch that motherfucker right in the mouth. By the way, hey, Chris Cuomo, I challenge you to a fight, big man. Bring it. Bring it. Don't sing it, motherfucker. I will knock your ass out. CNN is hiding the story. What? No. Not CNN. No. They have fact checkers there. Fact checkers will not let you do that. Even though Vice President Kamala, the Indian giant, has claimed in a new interview that the Biden administration is, quote, starting from scratch on a national vaccination strategy during the horrible and deadly. Even Fauci said last month, and we got some stories about Fauci, that cunt. Fauci says, no, 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 we're, we're not starting from scratch. No, this, is, this has been in place. I challenged the uh, Cuomo homo- homos at the same time. CNN only hires the most benevolent people, right? Alfredo Cuomo was caught on top saying, I'm smart. I can do things. I'm not dumb like people say. <laughs> it's always Fredo. Go pick up someone at the airport. Or Fredo, go do some Mickey Mouse errand. Hashtag Godfather 2. I just saw that the other day. I'm smart. Michael, I'm smart. <laughs> he said it like he's from Boston. Smart. Hey, Mikey, I'm smart. I can do things. I'm not dumb like people say. It's always Fredo. Go pick up. Say, yeah, it's because Fredo, you got your father shot, you dumb fuck. Chris will say. Chris will tell you he'll throw you down a flight of stairs, then show you one of his CrossFit videos to intimidate you. Yeah, okay, here, let me push play. As he's pushing play, I'm fucking sucker punching him in the back of the ear. God damn. This is the problem with our politics and all this stuff. I don't care if you're right or left. I really don't. I don't care about any of that shit anymore. How about you just tell the truth? And by the way, if you don't tell the truth, I don't care what politics you're, you're behind. You should be, uh, uh, let me join the cancel culture for once. If you're this bad and you're this horrible, you should be canceled. Governor Cuomo in New York needs to be recalled and Im- imprisoned. He murdered. Murdered old people. Nothing happens to Fredo while Don Lemon is alive. Amen. Don Lemon has fucking Fredo's cock in his mouth so much. And yes, I say that because Don Lemon is gay. Hate Don Lemon. I could just, you know what? Let, let, let's fly Arnie to Atlanta and let's just walk through the building punching people. 
I'll, I'll just tell you this right now. I will go to the CNN building and at reception take a big steaming hairy dump right right there at reception. Here you go. This is for uh, Don Lemon. Right, that's why they put out a hit on Mama Corleone, or I mean Don Lemon. Uh, we need to just uh, Mussolini, Cuomo, Pelosi, Newsom, Schumer, Biden, Harris. Yeah, look, man, these people are bad. These people are the corn pops of 2021. Corn pop was a bad dude. See? All these people are. By the way, none of these rich people are affected by this snow in in Texas or wherever they are. They don't run out of electricity. They'll just get in their private plane and then fly to somewhere that's warm and stay there. We can't. We have jobs. We we, We actually have careers that we have to go to. We can't just sit around. Quick question, what kind of gay guy would go by the name Don Lemon? They'd laugh him straight out of the fuzzy ball gay bar. You go to Atlanta, I'll go to 30 Rockefeller and find Chuck Todd. Oh, amen. And knock him the fuck out. Fuck, I can't stand when he starts looking off camera every three seconds to figure out what the hell to pull out of his ass and get paid for it. Chuck Todd was such a horrible replacement for Tim Russert. Tim Russert was a liberal I could stand. Do you know why? Because Tim Russert would call out his own people. Tim Russert was awesome. Chuck Todd. Chuck Todd is a survived abortion. That's what he is. I remember seeing Chuck Todd. They, they did one of those 30 for 30s on uh, ESPN a couple years ago. The cons versus the uh, Catholics. It's when the University of Miami played Notre Dame. Jimmy Johnson against Lou Holtz way back in the day. And I guess Chuck Todd went to the University of Miami. That's why he's on Meet the Press, because the University of Miami is such a fucking acclaimed university. He was damn near crying on that. <laughs> they called us convicts in their T-shirts. And it was, it was a story about a group of uh, students at Notre Dame who would make up T-shirts. And they made up these T-shirts, and it went viral. It, it, back then, it went viral. That means Brent Musburger heard about it, and he talked about it during the coverage of the game. Chuck Todd, I can't believe they called us convicts. Now, look at that team. Just take a gander at that team. I always confuse Chuck Todd with Mitch McConnell. Perhaps Chuck is Mitch's long-lost love child. Yeah, yeah, because Mitch McConnell went out whoring one night. He banged some fucking broad down in Florida at a truck stop. She tried to do a quickie abortion. Didn't get it done because Chuck Todd's like, I'm not going anywhere. Fucking hate Chuck Todd. Good job, uh, Ogre. Fucking hate him. By the way, when when Kamala, the Indian giant, came out and said that, 
people went crazy. Like, no, they're actually not starting from scratch. Actually, the vaccination started already. Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys are not. Uh, yeah, you guys really aren't the ones who started it all. Sorry. It, it, by the way, by the way, we told you so. I, I, you know, I hate it. Oh God damn. Well, hey, here you go. I will never go to South by Southwest because uh, the Stacey Abrams, you know, the chick that ran for governor in in Georgia, failed Governor Precious. She'll be the keynote speaker at South by Southwest. How about Austin just freezes and just falls into like? I, I, I how about we just have Big Lake Austin? And it just gets swallowed by the earth. Why would you have her? Why, why? Why? Why would you have her? All of this stuff. This is all ridiculous. It's all crazy. I'm surprised Kamala, the Indian giant, didn't come out and say that that actually it was Joe Biden that created the 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 vaccine. You know, not his administration. Joe Biden himself did the did the hard work in the laboratory and came up with it. By the way, you could probably say that online. Joe Biden created the vaccine, and fact-checkers will not stop you from saying that. Isn't it funny how the fact-checkers are liars? Fact-checkers don't check any fucking facts. And by the way, I know I, I, I've got a story here about, uh, when do I do, oh yeah, I'm doing that at the end of this parlor. I need y'all's help with this parlor thing. And the same goes for the right. If the right comes out and starts lying about shit, hey, call them out. Hey, if you lie about something, yes, you should be called out. But only if it is a true lie. If you were to come out and say, Donald Trump says the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, they would fact check you. Well, Donald Trump doesn't say that. They put that big thing on your page, fact check. Why do we need fact checks? Do you know who the best fact checkers are? Yourself. Oh, yeah. Fred's right. Fact checkers in modern day re-education camp. I don't understand what a fact checker is. This, this is a whole new industry now. Fact checking. It's unbelievable. Kamala really is walking on Joe's footsteps, one in a mouth at a time. She thinks her mouth is not only used as a place to wash cocks. <laughs> All right, so the uh, the Biden-Harris team, they, they're the ones who, who actually came up with the cure. Now, here is a very interesting story. Hey, quick question, I and, and I do not know this. People like, uh, like Nancy, can Nancy Pelosi... Can she be uh, impeached? Yesterday we talked about it. I'd love to know. Kamala Pop is a bad dude. Can she be impeached? Can Chuck Schumer be impeached? I, I, I'm wondering. And the only reason why, I, I know that, that they're talking about this. If, if Congress goes to the right in the next election cycle, they will bring charges against Kamala Harris, the Indian giant, due to the fact that she bailed out protesters. And one of those protesters pretty much killed somebody the day after they got out. 
anyone can be impeached. Is that true? I didn't know if anyone can be. I thought it was unconstitutional to impeach a, a, a citizen. Now, do you mean anyone that's in office? They just call it, well, they call it what, recall in, in California? By the way, congratulations. Hey, huge congratulations to California. You beat it by a month. Today is the 16th of February. You had enough signatures, what, two days ago? I know they're going for more. They want two million or as many as they can get. They needed a million and a half signatures to get a recall in place. Congratulations to California for getting enough signatures. Now, here's the problem. I've had this conversation a few times. And and I want to ask you guys. Let me get Jeopardy music out. So if they recall Gavin Newsom, do you think that he will be voted out? Uh, let's see. Uh, well, now the Dems want signature verification. Douglas says, hey, let me just say, and, and rightfully so, they should be able to ask for that. I, I, I'll go along with that. By the way, you'll see my name on there. Uh, let's see. My whole family's name's on that list. Bye-bye. Alicia says, I'm so fucking happy we got all those signatures. I just hope, fucking hope, we put someone actually good in. Now, I asked the question, do you think he'll be voted out? V. Coop says yes. Ratberger says the vote will happen, but the Dems are too entrenched here to vote him gone. Straight Fire says yes. Ogre says nope, too many people on the coast. Probably uh, a recall ID law will be next. This isn't 2003 anymore. Douglas says I hope so. Two million is a small fraction of Democratic voters. You're very right. Uh, Alicia says, yes, California, uh, I think is way too upset. It'd be interesting. I'm on the fence. Richard says, God, I hope so. Brad says, I would hope he, uh, would, but I don't think he will. Scott says, they want some signatures verified before the recall. They didn't do that three months ago. Hmm, why is that? Well, they're stalling for time. They're stalling for time. That, that's all this is. Yeah. That, that's the funniest part. Alicia, that's fucking awesome. Of course they want signature verifications for a recall, but not a fucking election? Idiot Democrats. That, those were her words, but I agree with her words. Yeah, oh, oh, come on. But, but see, here's the good news. The, the good news, let's see, Alicia, if he does get voted out, new governor can't do much changing. Even if snow survives in hell and a GOP governor got in there, and remove business restrictions. There are far too many liberal mayors and county supervisors who would maintain a lot of Newsom's restrictions, if for anything, just to stymie the new governor. I agree with a lot of that. I, I think some things would change. I, I, I think California would be open up. But here's the problem. I'm on the fence. I hate Gavin Newsom. I, I, I know that hate is a strong word, but hey, you know me. You know me and hate. 
I love my hate. I love, I need to get a t-shirt. That's a, that's a great t-shirt. I love hate. I, I, I do hate Gavin Newsom. I think Gavin Newsom was an awful mayor. Lieutenant governor, that's just like a fucking, that, that's a sidekick. That, that means nothing. And the only thing worse than being a mayor that Gavin Newsom could do would be being governor, and he has proven that. He is a dog shit governor. I agree with Ogre, and I agree with Ratburger. I think the recall happens. The pro- here, here's the problem. Here's the problem. When they did that with Gray Davis, nobody liked Gray Davis. Nobody in the entire state liked Gray Davis. Even the liberals didn't like Gray Davis. But see, back when that happened, was that 2003? When that happened, there was not this, we weren't as polarized as people. And we had a very, very sexy candidate who was running. And by sexy, I mean that's the one we want to choose. And that was Arnold. I'm going to run for the governator. I'm the governator, part governor, part terminator. People wanted to vote for Arnold Schwarzenegger. They wanted to vote him in. And by the way, not a very good governor. He got reelected, but he still wasn't a good governor. He, 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 he was kind of a rhino governor, if you will. Republican in name only. He didn't get much done. But he was the sexy choice. I know there are some names out there that have been mentioned, some major hair or major is, I don't know what his last name is. I don't live there anymore. Uh, I know there are a few people out there that people are saying, yeah, these, these would be good picks. I'm not saying they won't be good picks. I don't know enough about them. Uh, I don't think he, re- this is the best part. That Take this. Take this. If Gavin Newsom gets recalled, his political career is over, period. Not kicked out of office, just if he is recalled. It's done. Look, where's Gray Davis right now? Well, we need Chris Hansen to find Gray Davis. Gray Davis ain't nowhere. Oh, too bad Ben Shapiro left California. He would have made a great governor. I actually wrote him the other day. I wrote him a letter because I know he's starting a production company, and I, I introduced myself as a broadcasting Hall of Famer if he ever needed anything. I haven't heard anything back. Probably won't, but hey, it's not. It, it, it's, it's worth throwing my hat in the, you know, my name in the hat. Arnold did nothing but show up for the cameras. It was just another Hollywood shoot for him. He rolled on every tough choice. Major Williams, that's the guy's name. Everyone knows Arnold stole that election from porn star Mary Carey. Mary Carey, who was on Celebrity Rehab. There's another show that needs to come back. Man, oh man, at one time television was so golden. You had Flavor of Love. (laughs) And then you had Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew, the doctor who couldn't help anybody. Oh, man. I love celebrity rehab. Used to give me just so many goosebumps. 
I enjoyed that show so much. And that was during the, the height of my pill-popping addiction. I'm popping pills, watching them, going, ha, ha, I can do it, you can't. And Sober House, yeah. Sober House was great. Steven Adler getting kicked out of Sober House because he was smoking heroin in there. Oh, that's fucking awesome. That's what I need to get. I need to get that drop. I'm Rick James, bitch. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. I need to get those. That's what I'll work on today. I'm Rick James, bitch. What did the five fingers say to the face? Slap! And you remember Dr. Drew's helpers? You had Shelly. She worked in there. She would go through all the bags and stuff, and she would find all the contraband. And you had that weird-looking dude that looked like his face started in a wood chipper at Bob something. He wore those those dark glasses, the the horn-rimmed glasses and the stupid hat. Oh, that shit was gold. I don't know who my favorite character ever of all time. You know what? That's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. We need to do a celebrity rehab death match. It'll take some doing on my part. You know what? We're going to do it tomorrow. Get ready, people. Celebrity rehab death match. Oh, I love it. I fucking love it. I, I, I don't know who my favorite person on Celebrity Rehab was. Whether it was the sex rehab show. I liked the model that, what was her name, Amber something? She lived with her mama, and they were doing drugs together. And then I found out she was a she was a fucking sex addict, and she would go out and be an escort. Oh, my God. Holy Lord. Put her right in her old pooper. Uh, Jennifer Jimenez, uh, she's had a shit ton of awful plastic surgery done. She doesn't even look like the same person. Wasn't she in, like, a Tom Cruise movie? And didn't she, didn't she, uh, she was the manager at Sober House. Didn't she practice a 13th step? (laughs) Meaning she fell back in. But, I mean, you think about it. And I guess the the rule tomorrow will be, maybe, depending on how, uh, oh, Gary Busey, he was great on that show because he thought he was a counselor. He was so good on that. With my German potato salad. Oh, German potato salad. Oh, that's so good. Uh, hands down, Gary Busey, are are we to base our vote on their performance on the rehab show or on them as a whole, their movie song? Uh, Hangtown Jen, you vote on whoever you like, whoever your favorite is. I mean, remember, Brigitte Nielsen was on there. The one rule I'm trying to think is, do they have to be alive? Because we know, like, Rodney King's dead. Mike Starr, dead. What if we've never watched the show? Can we pick our favorite celeb meltdown? 
uh, if they're on the list, well, I'll, I'll do the brackets today. I will find out everybody that was on there. That that kid who played Hobie on Baywatch, he was on there. Oh man, that show. Oh, Tom Sizemore and Heidi Fleiss. Wasn't Duff on there? I'm not sure. The lead singer from Crazy Town. Oh, Shifty? Yeah, Shifty, he was on there a few times. Okay, so celebs can be dead. Okay, I will put dead celebrities on there as well. Confusing Final Four with Deathmatch. You picked, not us. Okay. All right, I, I will have the list tomorrow. So tomorrow on the show, Wednesday, hump day, February 17th, we are going to do Celebrity Rehab Deathmatch. That is fantastic. <whistles> Will there be men and women's categories? And if so, what category does Brigitte Nielsen go in? No, no, it'll just be all of them all against together. Brigitte, ne- Brigitte Nielsen, I guess she's sober now, but she did slip. I think she slipped after she had a kid when she was 54. Ugh. Boy, that's some spoiled breast milk right there. Kid lifts up the lifts up the boob and it says best before 1982. Hot mama says Steven Adler. Steven Adler will definitely be on that list tomorrow. Rodman was on there. Oh, there's so many good people that were on there. So, yeah, we will do that. We will definitely do that tomorrow. Now, back to today's show. So I was talking about how they could impeach Kamala Harris, the Indian giant, for bailing out that. Now there's a big story going on about Nancy, our gal, our friend Nancy Pelosi. Republicans are suggesting she may have been involved in delaying the deployment of the National Guard troops before and during the Capitol siege. Hold on. And claim the uh, Speaker of the House quickly bucked as a partisan attack. Now, there's an interesting story that happened on January the 6th. 15 minutes. Now, in your world, that doesn't sound like a lot of time. Because it it really is. It's a quarter of an hour. It's 15 minutes. But let me tell you something. Working in radio, 15 minutes is a fucking eternity. I dare you to listen to a radio station that has dead air for 15 minutes and say that that wasn't the longest 15 minutes of your entire life. She left a full 15 minutes before anyone breached any doors. Now, why did she leave? That was a big vote going on in there. Why did she leave? I think this story gets the golly sound effects. This one? Golly! 
Uh, lawmakers are suggesting that she was involved in denying a request former Capitol Police uh, Chief Steve Sun claimed he had made to the National Guard troops prior to the attack. I'd like to see them at least investigate. Now, look, let me just say it right now. So some fucking queefy lib doesn't say, oh, we need to pick on I, I didn't say that she should be impeached just yet. I mean, she should be for a lot of other reasons. This one, not yet, but this one will be the big one. I would just like to see this investigated. That's all. Once again, all I'm asking for is transparency. We should get some transparency from our government, shouldn't we? Maybe not when it comes to the secret world, national security, and I'm okay with that. But when it comes to events like this, like the Capitol being under siege, I think we're owed some truths. And I would like to see an investigation done. Now, a lot of people say, well, you won't even accept the truth if it comes out and says she had nothing to do with it, blah, 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 blah. Just like the whole, and by the way, I've got the Jeopardy music here. I just want to ask. Ask family, does anybody believe the World Health Organization and what they said last week that the Wuhan Clinic had nothing to do with the coronavirus? Yesterday, we did the story about how the Biden administration is kind of saying, ah, we don't necessarily believe the World Health Organization. And I asked you guys, do you believe that the World Health Organization is telling the truth, saying that the the Wuhan lab had nothing to do with it? Alicia says, nope. Scott says, no. Hey, Ruby, how are you? Super mom. Ruby says, nope. Kale says, I call bullshit. I didn't believe it either. I, I, I found it convenient. How convenient is it? These these quote-unquote scientists go over there and they're quarantined for two weeks. And then all of a sudden, two days in, oh, don't, there's nothing to see here. Now, look, here's the thing. An investigation was done, and we don't believe that investigation. So the same thing could probably happen with this whole Nancy Pelosi thing, and somebody wrote it. Nancy, uh, the problem is she runs the house, so any impeachment would have to be approved by her, wouldn't it? Yeah, I I think so. I don't like her at all. I I hate her, too. I really, really do. By the way, there's a new dating trend out there now. You know how we keep you up? You remember last week we talked about getting zumped. That means you're, 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 you're broken up with on a Zoom call. You're dumped, but on Zoom, so you're zumped. Now there's a new one. This is so gay. I, I hate America so much sometimes. 
There's a new dating trend, and it's called Fauciing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it is is it's declining to date someone if they don't appear to take the virus serious enough. So you, you break up with somebody or you go out with somebody based on how serious they take the virus. Oh, you don't take it very seriously? Oh, I'm going to Fauci you. I'm going to stop calling you because you don't take this virus serious. By the way, I, I don't take it serious, so I guess uh, I would be Fauci'd. <laughs> As I said, the conclusion was documented last April. Mm-hmm. Th- this is so dumb. Oh, uh, you got Fauciing? Oh. I, I, I hate the youth of the world that come up with this shit. Oh, we need another new dating trend. I still think zump sounds too fun. I mean, if you're zumping someone, then you'd better have the New Year's Eve confetti effect in the, sound, in the background. That's funny. Uh, you know what song, Call Me If You Wear a Mask and Gloves While Alone in Your Car. There was a funny picture of uh, Fauci yesterday, and it looked like he had 15 masks on. It, w- it was a fake meme, or it was a meme, and it was a fake picture of him. He had like 15 masks on because he's gone on to say, oh, yeah, you should wear two masks. And by the way, uh, Trevor Noah, the guy from... Uh, the guy who took over incorrectly for John Stewart on The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Uh, Trevor Noah can go suck a big fucking bag of dicks. He's got a new one now that he, he's come out with where he's, you know, he's he's made himself a part of the story, too, because he can't film his show. And he came out and said, uh, you know, Americans uh, don't like wearing masks. Fifty percent of Americans didn't want to wear masks. That's not a real number. Now that it's two mask mandate, all those people will be wearing masks now. Ha <laughs> get it, get it, you, you, you see? You see what he did there? He did a, did a math joke. All I want to know is this. Chicks put that shit on their dating profile. I, if you don't wear a mask, we won't be compatible. Thanks, girl, for disqualifying yourself. Amen. Oh, the dating apps are... I, I haven't been on a dating app in years, but I, I tell you what, it, the last time I saw one is that if you're a Trump supporter, just go ahead and swipe right. All right, bye-bye, bitch. Uh, Straight Fire says 50% times two, maybe. Just just answer me this. Anybody. If anybody can tell me this, and I'd love to call Fauci or anybody. If the mask truly works. Okay, at reducing the number of coronavirus patients. Why is it of the people that tested positive for coronavirus, 95% of those people wore a mask. I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry. 80%, of, no, it was 95. 95% of those people wore masks the entire time. But they still got COVID. You see, that, that story's gone away. Look it up. Do the research on your own. I promise you it's there. That 95% of the people who say they wore a mask all the time got the coronavirus. Now, why is that? There's a great story going on right now. And in California, I'm sorry. I, re- I really am sorry. 
this this article should be called "Why Florida is Smarter than California." California numbers are declining drastically on the horrible and deadly. They're they're declining at the same rate that Florida's is, but Florida has been open for the last three months. California's been closed. So you can you can have the big decline, you can flatten the curve and still be all the way open, or you can do it the California way. You can flatten the curve and people lose their jobs. Uh, so Leatherface can get an ass on Tinder. Yes, yeah, he wears a mask all the time. I'm I, I'm big mask. Got Fauci in the room. Bribed him with the spot on Noah Trevor's show. If he ever needs to wear two masks now, Big Mask makes more money. Yes, Big Mask. Narrative, the 5% that didn't gave it to him. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, Radberger says, did you notice how fast the numbers are dropping after the election? Yes, I have. And by the way, I noticed that was going, I I, I think, uh, do it. Yes, 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 I told you so. I told you this was going to happen. Isn't it a miracle that that two weeks after the election, restaurants started reopening in California? Isn't that great? Kale says because it's giving a false sense of security, they're not wearing it correctly and of all and always adjusting it. If you don't wear it right and it's not a fucking N95 mask, then it's not designed to stop a virus. Well, and here's the other thing: the virus can get into your eyeballs. If you ain't got your high-speed blowjob goggles on, you are going to get the coronavirus. Or maybe not, because I haven't really worn one of those. I wear masks so I don't stab people in the throat. August is Fauci wear a tight saran wrap mask. That'll keep him from getting COVID. In fact, make sure he seals the saran wrap with an electrical tape. <laughs> God bless him. Speaking of diseases, the West African country, Guinea. I don't think this is New Guinea. Did they take New out of the name because they're old now? Guinea declares new Ebola epidemic. Yay! First first resurgence of the disease since 2016. Awesome. Awesome. Kid, kid, by the way, by the way, can we please shut down travel to all Guinea? They have Ebola. Now, I'm just going to let you in on this one. This is the one that makes you bleed out your eyeballs. By the way, Ebola. Wait, 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 wait a second. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Can we call it Ebola? Because, you see, we can't call this the Wuhan flu. That's racist. Or the Chinese flu, because that's racist. The Ebola virus, isn't that racist because it comes from, like, the Ebola Valley? Isn't that true? I I mean, 
it, it uh, wait, once again. I don't understand what's going on in the news. That's right, I'm just I'm dumb. not likable. I don't change my underwear. Uh, I don't exercise. And when I do sweat, I don't shower. <laughs> I don't clean the area between my crotch and legs. Uh, N95s weren't designed uh, to filter viruses either. No, it's right there on the fucking box. The next time, uh, look, look. The next time you got to go to a store and buy masks, uh, you're stupid. You should just steal them from the front of the store like I do. But uh, if you buy masks, read the box. That's all you got to do is read the box. Do you know what these masks are? These masks are nothing more than a placebo. That's all it is. It's a security blanket. Wearing a mask thinking it's going to stop this disease would be like if your car was on empty and you walked into Napa Auto Parts or AutoZone or whatever and bought one of those fuel uh, injector things, you know, one of those bottles of fuel thing, and poured that in and think your car is going to start with that shit. It ain't. Just like the mask, they ain't going to stop this. Did you know the police in Guinea are called law enforcement? I thought I'd make a guinea pig joke, didn't you? All right, all right you know, hey, hey. Nice job. Nice job. I, I played that. Why did I play that? Uh, uh, Ogre, why did I play that? Because? I'm your huckleberry. Exactly. Remember the black man upset about Ebola saying white women won't want to date him? I don't remember that. I do not remember. Was was this him? Was this the guy? Hey, where are the white women at? Yeah, is that him? Was it Cleavon? I can only hope it was Cleavon. Uh, easiest way to stop Ebola: don't shit in your drinking water. Well, correct the mundo. Oh, by the way, I, I've got this one too. That's a new one. By the way, I, I, I debuted these sound effects yesterday. Whenever Nancy Pelosi speaks. I got another one here. Oh, there we go. Are you stupid or something? Yeah, there you go from Forrest Gump. Are you stupid or something? Oh, you think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark. Oh. I was born in it. Going on here in this country. It's absolutely pathetic. I can't say the N-word. On the Los Angeles niggers. No, no, you can't say that word. Uh, we should start a community mask. Take your disposable mask off when you leave a store and hang it by the door for someone else to use. Hashtag pay it forward. Your out says, I'm here. Yeah, okay, yeah. There we go. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, oh, there's a resurgence in Ebola. Fucking A, shut down travel. Like I said, hey, man, I, I, I got a brand new stand-up show that I'm working on. Along with all the other stuff that I'm working on for this show. Including videos to all the parody songs. 
Let me give you a little clip. Is it me or does Bane sound like the dude from Human Centipede? Yeah, he, he, Tom Hardy kind of does. Hello, I am Bane. I am going to sew your lips to your asshole. Uh, oh, shit, what was I just saying? God dang it. See, this is what happens when look at me generation COVID took over and Ebola is all jealous and shit going to Twitter and Instagram. But wasn't it just a few years ago? Was it 2016 where we had the Ebola people coming to America? And they were like, like they, they were in hospitals. And we were all worried that there's going to be an Ebola breakout in America. Now, if there was an Ebola breakout like COVID, then I'd be serious. I'd be taking this shit very serious. I don't get it, man. I just don't get it. We are all, they they think that we are all stupid, that we're all just sheep and go along. And a lot of times, you know what? I got to give it up to the government because they're right. We are sheep. We're going to follow along because it doesn't bother us yet. It's not going to bother us until we get $4 a gallon gas again. It's not going to bother us until we can't, as Americans, afford our utilities anymore. It bothers me as an American right now. Yes, my power is on because I'm very lucky here in the state of Texas that we have a power company that doesn't do rolling blackouts, knock on wood. That they have shut down all coal or a lot of the coal power plants here in Texas, including one. That is literally about five miles away from me in order to run combine or or wind. And those have frozen. Ebola and COVID are big fans of Neil Diamond. They're coming to America. Uh, I like how the human centipede forever changed what ass to mouth means. Amen to that. Feed her. Feed her. Uh, excuse me, doctor. They could probably get a bowl if they did that. Don't tell people you have electricity. Someone will complain about fairness, and then you get shut off too. You're right. Yeah, hey, uh, we, we have no electricity. I'm doing this all on gas generator today. My show is being run on gas generator. All right, now, don't be an idiot like me. Is it... it I I need y'all's help again. Did you before or will you join Parler? Parler has relaunched its site. This was the more right-wing site to battle against Twitter and Facebook. Does any did anybody sign did anybody have it before and are you going to get it now?
Let's see. Uh, Alicia says, I'm already on Parlor. Uh, they already have it in the next door app. Uh, I want to uh, uh, start a movie called The Human Motorboat, co-starring Sofia Vergara. TB killed 1.9 million in 2019. I don't remember shit happening anywhere to stop it. You, know, you, you can't. It's straight fire. Look, this, this is the thing, straight fire. It, it, by the way, I need to warn people that, that satire is a real thing. People don't understand satire and comedy anymore, especially on Facebook, because everybody has their guns out. I did it again yesterday. Somebody didn't get it. They were talking about vaccines, and they were talking about the flu vaccine and all this kind of stuff, and I just I chirped in. I said, hey, you don't have to mention the flu anywhere anymore. The flu was cured by Donald Trump. Now, do I truly believe that? The answer is no. I think that's really dumb. It's being covered up and it's being hidden and all the flu cases are being turned into COVID cases. The flu hasn't gone anywhere. They've just they've just stopped reporting flu numbers. Remember, remember we were told that, that COVID has killed more people this year than heart disease. I, I'm sorry. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Um, Alicia says, I'm already on parlor. They already have it on the next door app. Uh, I'll be back on parlor and MeWe. I didn't like MeWe. Uh, I think about the last thing on their mind when they're part of the human centipede, right? Yeah, you're right, probably, Douglas. Douglas has it. Uh, Alicia says, and may we, I like parlor better. Okay. I, ha- I have a job for somebody, and that somebody is Alicia. Alicia, I need you to invite me to it, because I tried to sign up for parlor last night, because I have the MeWe, too. I have an account there. I deleted the... the uh, the thing yesterday, or I, I took it off my home screen, because MeWe is just not eh, there for me. But will you please invite me to uh, like Parlor, or at least invite me to be on there? I tried to download it last night, and I finally saw the story this morning that said Parlor is going to be really up and running next week. I tried to log on. I, I didn't get the It wasn't in my app store last night. And they said they're bringing it. Uh, my prediction, if Trump put money into the company or even says that he has a parlor account, then they will be huge. If not, they'll go away fast. I know little about viruses, but since COVID is a distant relative of the common cold and flu, wouldn't COVID tests show positive for the common cold and flu, too? Um, Correct the mundo. That, that, that's what it is. They're telling people they're dying of COVID when they're actually dying of the flu. Nobody has the flu anymore. Look at flu numbers across the U.S. I laughed and I joked about it, saying, and, and of course, the Karen from that radio show, by the way, she's home on her maternity leave, so let me just say, uh, Katie slash Karen, good morning. I'm sure you're taking notes on my show today about what you're going to try to bring your horrible show. And by the way, 
I don't think you had anything to do with it. Or or your other male partner, Gavin. Uh, but they fired the leader of that show, Rain. Rain is the only guy who had talent, really, on that show. I'll say it. I like Gavin. He's an okay guy. Katie's a moron. Katie takes everything so personal. You can't have a political talk with Katie because she takes everything so fucking personal. It's not personal. It's a, it's a discussion. And I get why she does. I understand it. And what she should do is she should excuse herself from the conversation. Not because she's a woman. I mean, that does help. But I kid. I'm kidding. Kidding. I don't want to have a Chris Moore or Chris Hansen moment or whatever that guy. Harrison, the guy who's got kicked off The Bachelor. I don't want to fuck up. Uh, but, yeah, they fired. They, they, they fired Rain, the leader of that morning show. You know, the guy who actually took them to number one. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? How crazy is it that a radio show would fire the one guy who had talent on the show. Oh, whoops. Look at that. Christopher texting us. AM Route is Dunsky. Thank you for reading my email and giving me a great welcome back. I love you, ass family. All right, Christopher. Stay safe in Fresno. You don't have to worry about snow or COVID there. It's just gunshots. Uh, Charles says, Arnie, I missed the beginning, but I got to ask, what's your looking like? It's pretty bad here in Arkansas. It's 15 right now. Oh, it's uh, Charles. uh, Let's see. There's about four inches of snow on the ground here in Rockwall, Texas. Four to six inches of snow. And it is now one. Wait, hold on. let Let me check. I know the sun is out. Let's see what the temperature is. Right now, it is 10 degrees. And by the way, the big storm is coming tonight. She can't have a conversation uh, because she doesn't research what she's talking about. No, no. The reason why she can't have a conversation is that and the other fact that it is a very personal thing to her. I can't have a real conversation with somebody about soda. You know why? Because I love Dr. Pepper. I love Dr. Pepper. Why? Because my mom worked there. My mom worked there at a time when my dad was going through some real struggles in his life with alcoholism. She was the breadwinner in the family, and she made good money. Dr. Pepper put a roof over my head. It put clothes on my back. put food in my belly. I am completely loyal to Dr. Pepper. There will never, ever be another soda I will drink above, above Dr. Pepper, ever. I can't have a real conversation with somebody. Do you know why Coke's the most popular soda out there? Because it's the oldest. That's why. Yeah, well, maybe not the oldest, but when it comes to the biggies, they were the best marketed. And that's how they became Coke. Pure taste. If you were to go by pure taste. By the way, I can pass the Pepsi challenge. Let's tell you that right now. I can I can tell the difference between the two. And when cola comes out, I still prefer RC. No, not because it's under the umbrella of Dr. Pepper. I'm not a big cola guy. 
I like Dr. Pepper because it's not cola. Karen can't have a conversation because coronavirus could affect someone near her very, very badly, and she has to watch out for that. So it's a personal thing to her. So you can't have a conversation with her. Anybody who has somebody who has some sort of underlying issue that's huge, you can't have the comfort. You have to understand that they are, they are a non sequitur. They are someone that it, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, Dr. Pepper has a Ph.D. in delicious. you goddamn right. Mr. Pibb didn't even finish high school. Mr. Pibb is shit. Mr. Pibb is a rapist. Shit, my California ass forgot to let my, my water faucets drip, leaving lines open, and now my above-ground piping is frozen into the house. Oh, God, that sucks. Uh, it's funny you mentioned shootings in Fresno. Christopher says, yesterday morning, there was a high-speed chase that went right past my front yard. It went by everybody's front yard. It's in Fresno. There's only one street in Fresno. You exit the highway, and there's Fresno. Oh, nice. Scott says, we just bought two-liter bottles of Coke, Pepsi, and RC. We're going to give the teenagers the challenge tonight. Awesome. Wow, I had to look up these morning DJs you were talking about. Karen looks like she's 50 pounds away from being... (laughs) She's pregnant. She she was pregnant. I think she shit out the kid this week because she's on maternity leave, and that's why she's listening, stealing ideas for the show. But can you believe that? They actually fired the guy on that show that made the show about two guys and a girl popular. Have you ever heard such a thing? A show that had two guys and a girl And the most important person on the show, they fire. Can you believe they did that? I've never, ever in the history. Oh, oops. Oops. Maybe I have. I'm not sure, though. (laughs) I swear to God. I mean, ooh, spring training hat collections out already? Oh, I don't like, oh, come on. Okay, hold on a second. Let's look at teams here. Arizona, let's see their hat. Uh, Their hat sucks. It does have an A on there, but it's crappy. Oh, that one's crappy. What are the Rangers going with this year for spring training? Ah, it's okay. They've used that one before. Ah, damn it. All right, no new spring training hats there. And in the Chris Jericho ever. I've heard of that show, dumbasses. Uh, that will work as good as firing Charlie Sheen for a new improved show named Two and a Half Guy- Gay Guys. Me thinks Rob Van Winkle, ooh, Vanilla Ice, was behind the guy getting fired just out of habit, right? Yeah. And Don Lemon just sat there and did nothing about it. Fuck. Fuck you, Rob Van Winkle and Don Lemon. Rob Van Winkle and Don Van Lemon. Dicks. 
All right. Uh, we got listener mail coming up next. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can actually write the show. Uh, yes, I am. If you see the picture of me today on uh, on Insta, Instabook or Facegram, I'm outside my house with snow in the back of me, and I am wearing my my eyes have been bothering me the last couple of days. Can't can't hardly read like the 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 ticker on like ESPN, so I got to wear my glasses today. So there you go. That's why I'm wearing glasses today. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back after these two wonderful songs here.
meet the other one and pick up my baby goodbye. Well, I was raised in a sophisticated kind of style. I'm not going to say uh, what you said, but yes, you are absolutely right. Yes. 
And let me just say, I would rather be good than progressive. That's all I'm going to say. I would rather be real than progressive. I would rather entertain you than be progressive. Look at that. My main man, Roy, is in the house. Was it gym closed or something today, Roy? God damn. Where you been, boy? Uh, so, yes, welcome back to the show, uh, my main man, Roy. Ratburger says this is Prince Harry's new theme song, Trashy Women. Sadly, we do not have any Meghan Markle stories. Oh, we do have uh, something. In, and, and by the way, this one right here, I, I, I have to say that I am, uh, I would have to say, I, uh, this one gave me a, Golly. Oprah Winfrey is going to be doing their first sit-down interview. What? What? No. Is that Mikey that did the voice? Yes, until Mikey was told he he could no longer work with me. That's a true story. Uh, He was given a very expensive bottle of scotch not to work with me anymore. And by the way, I was paying him. He gave me a little bit of a discount, but I told him I didn't want a discount. I wanted him to, to voice these things for me and do them. Why? Because... I do believe that Mikey is the best in the business. I've worked with a lot of, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, imagers. That's what they call this for a radio station is imaging. When you're listening to a radio station and you hear one of these. ArnieRadio.com. This is the Arnie State Show, also known as S. Call 775-357-FANS or 775 when you get one of those guys, those 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 guys make a ton of money. Why? Because they have great voice and they have great production skills. And I've worked with a lot of them. I've worked with some really, really good ones. But I have to say that Mikey is the best. Now, you know I give Mikey a lot of shit on this show because Mikey and his little show, that damn show, steal all my material. They stole my Craigslist bit. Maybe we'll do Craigslist today. I haven't, I haven't looked at the Craigslist website in a long time since they took down personal ads on Craigslist. I love the Craigslist bit. Man, that was a fun bit that we used to do. But, yeah, Mikey was bought off by an expensive bottle of scotch by someone that he worked for. I'm not going to say it was a a general manager that actually looked like a penis, but it was a general manager who actually looked like a penis because somebody complained. So these are the imaging I have, and if I want to do more imaging, I'll have to go to somebody and pay lots more money than I had to pay Mikey. But Mikey had to do it for the sake of his own job, and I, and I understand that, and I don't hold that against Mikey. I, I love Mikey. I think Mikey's great. Anchorage Craigslist still has personal ads. Okay, I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, you know what? After we do mail, when I'm playing the songs, I'll look up Craigslist uh, personal ads. We, we'll, we'll read some today because those are the best. The old best of, and, and some of the ads are old, but fuck, I don't care. They're still worth reading. Uh, it's time for mail now, and like I said, you can always write the show. You can write the show anytime. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. All right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I have a tape recorder and some empty cassettes. I'll see what I can create for you. Thanks, Ogre. It's funny, too, because when you're that imaging guy, imaging sucks. And production sucks because what happens is the imaging guy 
they don't send you the sound effects. What happens is if you're a voice, well, imaging guy, he has to put everything together. The sound guy, the voice guy, you call him up and you, you give him a, a script of what do you want him to say. Like, it's the Arnie State Show. Fuck off. And you get a bunch of those. It's the Arnie State Show. Fuck off. It's the Arnie State Show. Fuck off. And you decide which one you want to pick. You put that together with sound effects and, you know, a laser tweet and then some music after it. Boom. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's just one of those jobs that's so tedious and you have to just sit there and listen to the same thing over and over again. And Mikey is amazing at it. I, I remember, you know, when I was working with Dog Shit and Jerk Off. I would show up at 10 o'clock in the morning. I'd do like an hour of work for our awful show. And then I would go into Mikey's studio, and he would, he and I would have like an hour to two-hour conversation just about the world and how much we both hated Dog Shit and Jerk Off. By the way, in, in case they're listening today, Dog Shit and Jerk Off, I, I don't know if you've been fired yet or not or if you're uh, – Hey, jerk off. Mikey made out with your wife while you guys were separated. You guys are doing that trial separation. She called him. He didn't call her. She called him, and they made out. I don't know. I don't know if jerk off ever knew that or not. I wanted to tell him that day that I was on jerk off's last the last show. I wanted to look at him and go, "Hey, how does Mikey's cock taste?" I didn't say that to him though. Because, well, we were told we can't make him cry. Are you saying when we hear a Hollywood celebrity give a shout-out to Sacramento that's taped? I always assume they were sitting in the studio with Yes, they are. They're right in the studio with us. Uh, Jerkoff's wife should run for uh, office. She could be our next VP. Now, I don't, I, I don't think that Mikey put his cock in her. Well, I, I don't know. Because Mikey just said they made out. And I said, with tongue? And he goes, of course. And I was just laughing. He goes, dude, you can't, you can't tell jerk off. And I said, I won't. Yeah, and, and I've held that secret now for a while until I let it out on this show. Dave Coe says, boom, how far did he go? I, I don't think they went that far, but I'm not sure. If I would have been my, if that would have been me, my thumb would have been in her ass at the bar. I'm just telling you that right now. Because they met at a bar. So she, she's got like this shirt on that says, Mikey, please fuck me in the ass. It, it's like that. I mean, she didn't really have a shirt on that said that. Oh, but if I got to, oh, man, that'd be the ultimate to do one of those guys. He was going to fuck her, but he got paid off by a bottle of scotch. <laughs> All right, enough of ruining a man's relationship. Let's get to mail, shall we? Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? <laughs> Dave Coe says, call and ask her. I don't have her number. I, I don't know where she is now. I don't think I could do that. And I don't think, that, I, I honestly, I don't think that she would tell me the truth. Charles says, I remember Dog Shit and Jerk Off Show, and I want to say it was a final show of theirs, and all hell broke loose. Shit talking and name calling, it was bad. Oh, yeah. Well, like, let, let me tell you a little secret. I, I've told this story before in the air. Uh, when I went to that show, 
And the ugly-shirted station manager, he lives in Dallas. He was running the Dallas station until that company was stupid and fired him. But And, and the ugly-shirted, as much shit as we used to give him, probably one of the greatest minds I've ever seen in radio. It was a true honor to work with him. And I don't think he listens to this show, so I'm not kissing his ass. Uh it was an honor to work with him, and I learned a lot, and I look at him like a, a, a mentor. Um, I look at him as, as a mentor, and I look at one other person as a mentor. Uh, and that person's name is Kirby Moss. Kirby Moss used to do sports on Channel 2, and he was my first boss in, in broadcasting at TV. Kirby showed me how to do editing. He taught me how to interview people. He, he gave me a lot of the tools that I have. It wasn't that other guy. It was Kirby. And I, I wrote on Kirby's Facebook page the other day because Kirby has stopped everything. Kirby's become a licensed therapist and done all this stuff. He got out of the, the broadcasting world because he didn't like it anymore. And he was making lots of money. He was making lots of money as a therapist, and he put all that aside. So he could be the caretaker for his mother, who no longer can walk or talk, and he's the caretaker. And I admire him, and I respect him so much for doing that. Uh, I wrote on his page recently, I said, man, you're not only my mentor for teaching me what to do in in the world of broadcasting, but also what it is to be a human being and a real man. Thank you. And, and, and I truly do mean that. And I'd love, I, I want Kirby to come on this show because Kirby's great. Kirby's, Kirby's not very funny. He thinks he is, but he's not. I'm always funnier than he is, but that's okay. But yeah, yeah, Kirby, Kirby's a good guy. But, but the station manager and I, we had this interesting conversation. And when I joined Dog Shit and Jerk Off, I had one goal in mind, and that goal was to become number one. That, that's the only thing I cared about. I wanted to beat the morning show. That's all I cared about. I, I didn't want to be number one, just number one. I wanted to have better numbers than they did. And honestly, it, it was like a storybook ending. My last day was September 1st, 2016 in Sacramento. That was the last day I was on the air in Sacramento was uh, September 1st. It was right before Labor Day weekend. It was a Friday show, and I got to do my last show. And uh, it, it was very, very important and very special to me that I got to do that show. But that was also the day that ratings came out. And ratings came out that day. And you hear all these radio shows saying that they're number one. Well, radio shows like to pick and choose how they're number one. There was a country station there, uh, KNCI, Pat and Tom in the morning. Pat and Tom used to get destroyed by us in the morning. I mean, we kicked the shit out of them. But they would play little little things saying, oh, the number one morning show at Sacramento. And I used to say, how can they say that? It, it, because, and this is the way they do it, they break it down on demos, on demographics. So if you're number one men, 18 to 34, you can say you're number one. Now, if you're men, 18 to 34, that means dick. If you're a rock station, you're supposed to be. Why? Because men 18 to 34 don't spend money. So that's a demo that does, we don't give a shit about. Women, 
25 to 54, that's that's the money shot category. You want a category to be number one in? That one, that one, it's only trumped by persons. That means men and women, 25 to 54. You're number one in that? Oh. By the way, we're number one in all those categories. All the persons categories, we were always number one. Well, that day, September 1st, 2016, the numbers came out. It was the first time ever that Dog Shit and Jerk Off had ever been number one persons, not only 18 to 34, but 25 to 54. Now, I always said that this was a uh, this was a team effort that we did it, and the station manager said, stop that. He goes, it was you. You did it. Your work ethic, your character on that show, you did it. And by the way, dog shit was trying to tank it the entire time because he knew he was leaving that station to go to the station that he's at now to do mornings, where he is in 13th place. Now, I'll tell you this right now. I, I, I'm, I, I'm cleaning a lot of my root in my closet out right now. The guy who runs that station was the former prince of program, a guy who I admired a lot, and I lost every bit of respect for him. Because he could have hired me, and yes, I'll, I'll, I'll be that. I'll be that little. I'll be that small, and say I lost my respect for him because he didn't hire me. That respect is gone because he puts up with a thirteenth place morning show, and he still has a job. How embarrassing! How do you look yourself in the mirror? I I, I couldn't do it. I'm I'm far too competitive. If I worried at one time in my in my career that we were, if we were ever fell to number two, I'd be fired. I worried about that. So I worked extra hard every single day. And this isn't a hard job. This is not a hard job. You have to pay attention, you have to listen, and you have to have something interesting to say. That's it. If you can't come up with those things, then you shouldn't be in radio. And there are a lot of people that shouldn't be in radio. Uh, on Dog Shit and Jerk Off Station, I will say the only person that should be on the air there is Monica, the midday. She's fantastic. She's great at what she does. The afternoon guy sucks. Whoever they have recorded at night sucks. And their morning show sucks horrible donkey dick, and that's why they're in 13th place. 98 Rock, I don't know enough about 98 I don't know who's doing their afternoon show. Oh, I do. It's a, that damn show. They, they teeter for me. It's okay. It's not a bad. It's not horrible. They deserve every bit of recognition they get if they're number one. Good for them. The midday show is what it's all about at 98 Rock, and that's where Pat Martin is. Pat Martin, by far the greatest guy I've ever worked with. The most talented guy, the guy with the most stories, and the best on-air persona I've ever seen in my entire life, in my entire career, Pat Martin. The morning show you were on was great. Uh, and that woman wasn't speaking, I swear she gave me a migraine. Your shenanigans kept me listening in the morning. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, the prince probably still shares wine. No, 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 no. They had a huge falling out. Oh, Oh, before we, oh, a little story time with Arnie? Okay, a little story time with Arnie. Let, let, let's do story time, shall we? 
Uh, they have a new afternoon girl who's way better than Derek Moore Queef. Yeah, Derek Moore sucked. I, I, I don't know who it is, but good for them. Good. I'm, I'm glad. They still suck, but uh, no. No, the Prince and uh, Robert De Niro, or Rob De Niro, were great friends. They used to have, they, they ate at the French Laundry occasionally. No, I'm not kidding. It was them and their wives would go to the French. Uh, they, were, they were pals. The prince took over from me as uh, that person's drinking buddy. And the falling out happened at a wedding. And that wedding was of uh, Rob Kardashian and his wife, uh, Janelle Evans. You know, the singer. Um, I was the best man in that wedding. It was weird because I didn't get to sit at the head table. Okay, I didn't care. My dad went with me. There were only about 25 people at this wedding. He was, it, I, it was nice to have my dad be invited. So I took dad, and we sat at the front table, and we sat with uh, uh, Rob Kardashian's mom. And we're sitting there, and the prince of programming and his wife were sitting there, and they were a little inebriated. And uh, the prince and his wife had been married for about a year and a half, and he had saved up a whole bunch of money to take his wife on this big, gigantic uh, fucking trip to Paris. And uh, and that was going to be their. They were married for almost. They were married for a little over two years, and that was going to be their third anniversary gift. Was this? Well, a lot of women like to say the third anniversary means a new ring. And she was giving him a hard time about that. And then uh, Rob Kardashian's mom started giving him a hard time. And we're just joking. I'm just sitting there eating because I, I, I don't want to pay attention to this. This is fucking below me. The, their little put-downs are below me. But the prince wasn't having any of it. And the prince goes, you know what? Fuck you. He said that to his wife. Fuck you. I got you a trip to fucking Paris. That should be enough. And then he looked at Rob Kardashian's mom and said, fuck you too. You've always been mean to me. You never have my side. Fuck this whole thing. I'm leaving. And he gets up from the table and leaves. Now, you don't want to have drama at a wedding. And my dad and I are just kind of sitting there looking at each other. And the prince's wife is about to be in tears. Now, Rob Kardashian's mom, she thinks it's kind of funny. She thinks he's being a baby. But then she looks at me and says, you need to get him. Because if Rob Kardashian sees this, he's going to wonder what's up. And I said, okay. At this time, the prince of programming was a very, very, very powerful programmer in America. Metallica called him to pick out the songs for the Load and Reload album. So if you want to blame Load and Reload, I, I know a person that you can blame. That, that's how powerful and how great his ears were at one time. And pretty much every station in the country wanted him, but he liked living in Sacramento. I had to go up to his hotel room. I looked at him, I said, man, you need to grow the fuck up. Now, this is a guy who could have fired me on the spot. 
He got gun. You know what? Fuck you, Arnie. You're fired. I go. You need to grow the fuck up and act like a man and come downstairs and be able to take a fucking joke now and then. And I slammed the door behind me and walked out. Now I'm thinking to myself, Oh fuck! I just stepped in him. But hey, I got to keep the peace at this wedding. That's what best men do. Got downstairs, got me a piece of cake, sat down. About two minutes later, in strolls the prince, sits down. He looks at me and says, thank you. Oh, I had this fucking giant piano taken off my back. Now, as we're leaving, as we're leaving, I grab Rob Kardashian's mom. And I say, whatever you do, don't say anything about this. We're, we're going to let the prince and Rob Kardashian work this out. And she agreed. She agreed for all of about half an hour. When she showed up to his room crying, saying exactly what happened. The next day was my first time to ever play Pebble Beach. I'm on the driving range at Pebble Beach with my father. Mind you, this is at the height of my golf career. Never played Pebble before. I've got butterflies. I've got goosebumps. I'm so excited about this. Dad and I are out there hitting balls, right? And all of a sudden, Rob Kardashian walks up to me. He's like, hey, bud. I'm like, hey, what's going on? I go, how's your, your first night? It's going to be weird hitting a, 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 a golf ball with a ring on. Ha, 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 you know. He goes, uh, what happened last night? <laughs> I said, what do you mean? He goes, what happened between my mom and the prince? I was like, what do you mean? He goes, she told me everything. And I was like, oh. So I had to tell him. Ended their friendship immediately. So there you go. That's the story behind that. Oh, I got stories. Mm-hmm. Yay, story time. I'm sitting cross-legged on the carpet in front of teacher Arnie. Um, Arnie, you, just hearing your parody songs where you get to say fuck a cow instead of bleep a cow has been life-changing. Well, you know what that sounds like to me, don't you? Oh, that sounded like a request to me. That, that, that really did sound like a request. So we're doing mail here. Uh, we don't have any asked questions here. But, but we, I mean, oh, yeah, I, 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 I mean, you deserve at least one. At least one today? Okay, at least one today. Let's see if I can find this. Oh, there we go. Uh-oh. Ready? It's time to ask Arnie. Contact the show right now. If you don't, then you'll be responsible when he goes and he fucks a cow. His mother lives in a trailer. It was a double wide. His father tried to help Arnie, but he only wanted mine. Big finish now. 
guys saying over here? Life-changing? Good. There you go. Um, Ogre says, I'd be cackling like Grandpa from 16 Candles. What over all that shit? Uh, okay, wait. Delish Foods 13. Hold on. Let's see. Go link. What's this link? IHOP is canceling National Pancake Day. What? What the fuck is that? What the blue fuck is that? IHOP announced today that it's canceling National Pancake Day this year. They can't cancel National Pancake Day. Citing concerns about safety of guests and team members. <laughs> this year, IHOP is turning Free Pancake Day into a month-long event, offering guests an IOU for a free short stack of buttermilk pancakes starting on April 1st. Oh, you got to be a club member? That's bullshit. Fucking A. God damn it. Thanks, Ratburger. Ruining my day. Jesus Christ. Christopher's not happy. I'm not happy. Nobody's happy. Bubba's not happy. All right, time for mail. Let's do this again. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, have you seen the Britney Spears show about her and her dad's legal issues? Just wondering if you think she's crazy or is she's just a stunt? Is this just a stunt to keep her name in the news? And that's from Sherry with an I. Uh. It's called Framing Britney Spears. I cannot find it on my, my uh, fire stick. I know it was on Hulu. And Britney wasn't a part of it, allegedly. I, I don't know. I have not seen it, Sherry. Uh, I want to see it. I want to see what all the, the hoopla is about. Justin Timberlake apologizing and all these people apologizing to her for things they said you know, 15 years ago when she did have a batshit crazy moment when she shaved her head, was getting tattooed and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I did see a story recently about celebrities who have the worst personal hygiene, and Britney is one of them. Oh, I'm just telling you right now. Oh, I want that to be true. I want that to be true. I, I want to go up to Britney after a concert and, and just sniff her underarms. That's all I want to do. Oh, God. And then I could become a snarky. My dad used to teach me. He taught me this word when I was a little kid. A snarky is somebody who smells girls' bicycle seats. <laughs> Still one of the funniest things he ever said. You're such a snarky. Oh, Britney Spears rode a bicycle. Oh, and if that story about her hygiene is true, oh, I'm living for her bicycle. Uh, you have to search by the actual name. The New York Times presents Framing Britney Spears. Thank you, Dominic. I appreciate that. I really do. I'll look that up today. The New York Times presents Framing Britney Spears. Okay, I'll check that out today. Uh, let's see. Britney is cuckoo for Cocoa Puff. She has the mind of a four-year-old. Drugs or no drugs? Is it me? Uh, uh, is it just me that was still turned on by uh, bald Britney? And I'd lick her head stubble. She was so fucking hot. A five-second scroll on her Instagram account confirms that she actually is batshit crazy. Don't care. It's Britney. 
I, I mean, Brittany is the one who led us into that, that, you know, waiting for girls to turn 18. You know, it was her first, and, and then it was the Olsen twins, and the Olsen twins have dramatically let us down because they got ugly real quick. Bad baby, you're next. And I'm telling you this right now. Bad, see, the Olsen twins didn't have to resort to this. The Olsen twins were multi-billionaires by the time they were done with Full House. With all their shit clothes that they had Chinese kids producing and all their shitty, like, straight-to-video things, they were, they were billionaires. So they could afford to get ugly. Britney was the same way, but Britney's fantastic. I mean, Christina Aguilera, she just got fat. She, she let herself go. Got pregnant a couple times. I mean, look, you don't have to get as big as Christina. Look at Brittany. She shit out two kids. But see, the problem is Brittany let Kevin Fairline fuck her. Mm. That's like that's like Charlie Sheen level. It, it, Charlie Sheen and Russell Brand. Yeah, that, that's that level right there. Kevin Fetterline is on that level right there. She had to be crazy to run off with that fucking some bitch. Do I? Yeah, I think Cher. I think Britney is pretty far gone. I, I think she is kind of a nutcase. Doesn't mean I won't stop sniffing her underarms or smell her bicycle seat. Yeah, Christina was the real hot one back in the day. Genie in a bottle video, fucking done, done. And then when Christina got the boob job, holy shit! Christina looks like she's wearing a rubber mask. Now, yeah, because she's gotten too much work done. She looks terrible. Christina looks terrible. Remember a couple years ago when Christina was still kind of thin and she did that photo shoot without makeup and she looked fantastic? What the fuck happened? Brittany still looks good, though. I'll tell you that. She's crazy. Don't give a fuck. Do not care. And you know Brittany takes it in the butt. You know that. Come on now. Christina uh, Christina used to be the dirty one. I, I think she has to now because she let herself go so much. She has to take it in the old poop shoot. Oh, still argue that Jessica Simpson still puts them both to shame. Jessica Simpson it, never taken an anal. I, I'm just going to tell you that right now. She's a good girl. But John Mayer said she was sexual napalm. Maybe because she was so hot. Because Jessica Simpson was hot. She let herself go too. Now she's kind of hot again. Bad baby. Doesn't she turn 18? Somebody told me, who wasn't on this show that said she turned 18 in March? See, and the thing about those gals, they all made tons and tons of money. Bad baby has not made that. She's made money, she's rich. Kinda. Bad Baby is going to be one of those VH1, what happened to, dot, dot, dot. I'm, just, I'm telling you right now, Bad Baby is going to do porn. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, Christina reached her apex when she was fat and had that brown liquid shit dropping down her leg. <laughs> Uh, but, yes, Sherry, I hope I answered your question finally long enough. Yes, I think Brittany is crazy. 
I look, and here's the thing. I, I don't think her daddy should be look, rock stars go crazy. They lose all their money. That's what they do. That that's a part of being the life. And Justin Timberlake, what a fucking queef he is. He married that dude. What what's his name? The one that everybody thinks is so hot but isn't. Jessica, not just it's not Jessica. Is it Jessica Beale? Jessica Beale is fucking yoked, man. She could beat up Hillary Swank and Million Dollar Baby. Justin coming out apologizing. You, you, you queef, you turd. I hate Justin Timberlake. I'd like to punch him right in the throat. Since we're talking about girls that lost their looks, what about Blossom? (laughs) Blossom never had looks. You know who had looks growing up? Not growing up. Not on the TV show. Punky Brewster, good old Soleil Moonfry. That girl had some big old bitties when she got to be growed up. Mm Mm-hmm. I remember her. She, but I think she's had like 15. Christina isn't fat anymore. Oh, oh, hold on a second here. Let's see. Let's see the picture. She's not that fat. She got a big ass. This is a good picture of her. Christina is really a pretty girl when she doesn't have all that fucking makeup on. She's still got some huge hogs, too, boy. Uh, Jessica is a preacher's daughter. You're damn right. We know about what they do. They are dirty. She might take it in the butt. All right, next one. Next one here. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, Dear Arnie, I heard you talking about concerts last week, and I was just wondering if you know how many shows you've ever been to and which one is the best from Tim. Ooh, whatever happened to Anna Kornikova? She ran off with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Junior Iglesias. Javier Iglesias, was that his name? I don't know. Julio Iglesias Jr.? The hero guy? And they had all kinds of fucking kids. Yeah, she just kind of vanished. If Jessica's a preacher's daughter, then Brittany's a guy. No, no. Jessica's father was actually a preacher. She grew up in Dallas. Jessica's, actually, she grew up in Richardson. She went, Enrique, that's it, Enrique Iglesias. Jessica went to J.J. Pierce High School in Richardson. I know that for a fact. I'm I'm sure that she knows who I am because she went to the water park that I worked at. It's like Gina Carano. Gina Carano knows who I am because Gina Carano grew up in Reno. You know they were listening. I, I, I know they were listening, so there you go. So I've entertained some some pretty big people. Um, how many concerts have I been to? Was she raised Poe Texan or Rich White Girl? She was raised, uh, eh, I, I forget which, what denomination her daddy was. If he was, uh, uh, what, what kind of preacher he was. All preachers in Texas make a lot of money. If you're the head pastor... 
Yeah, you, you're going to be making bank. That's what they pass the collection plate around for. That's what you get. So I imagine she grew up pretty well off. Uh, let's see. All the yeah, I'm I'm going to see Dwight Yoakam next month, and I'm very very excited about it. Very excited. I think it was supposed to be like this weekend. I was supposed to see him, but got moved back to their 40th anniversary at Billy Bob's. Um, how many shows have I been to? How many shows or how many bands I've seen? I don't know, a thousand bands. I've seen, I've been to a thousand shows. I, I don't know, 500 shows, 700 shows, somewhere around there. Best show I ever saw. I've been asked this question a lot in my life. Uh, Rage Against the Machine was great at Arco Arena. ACDC in 2007 was amazing in Fresno. That's one of my all-time favorite shows I went to because it was so loud. The only show I ever left with my ears really hurting was ACDC. Uh, OzFest in Vegas was pretty kick-ass with Pantera, Ozzy, Marilyn Manson, Fear Factory. It's a good show, real good show. Uh, all the OzFests up in Sacramento, Slipknot. And then there's all the country shows I've been to. I mean, I saw Janet Jackson once. She wasn't too bad. Um... I've seen Jerry Lee Lewis at Billy Bob's. My first concert ever, I was like six. It was Willie's Family Picnic. Uh, Johnny Cash was there. Waylon was there. Willie was there. So that's a pretty spectacular concert. I don't remember a lot of that one because I was fucking six. It's hard to say which one is the best. I've seen every Van Halen. ZZ Top is good. Kid Kid Rock puts on a great show. If you're ever wanting to see a really, really good show, go see a Kid Rock show. I highly recommend him. There's only a few duds out there. I have to add that the the two of the shows I've gone to recently are kind of in the middle to lower of the pack, and that's Pat Green, and I hate saying Robert O'Keefe because I love their music so much. Uh... Pat Green was just too drunk during his show. Before Vince Neil got fat, Motley Crue put on a great show. I saw Motley Crue and that terrible Generation Swine album tour when they were in Sacramento. I was living in Reno at the time. That was a fantastic show at, at Memorial. And I'm a big fan. I, I love Motley Crue. I, I'm a big fan of Motley Crue. And then I saw them again in their fi- farewell tour out at the amphitheater in Marysville, and I got to say that was one of the all-time worst shows I've ever been to. What was the worst show? Co- what was the worst concert? That wasn't David Allen. What was the worst concert? David Allen Coe both times were awful. The worst concert that wasn't David Allen Coe, and it saddens me, and that's why I wanted to see him at Billy Bob's here next month, was Hank Williams Jr. I'm wearing a fucking Bocephus T-shirt today. And I saw him when I was 18 years old at Starplex Amphitheater in Fair Park here in Dallas. And Hank Williams Jr. put on a terrible, terrible show. Oh, I was pissed off at that. Oh, my God. 
Hot Mama says, Kid Rock is outstanding. Motley Crue was horrible. I agree. Worst show ever. Motley Crue, rock-wise, uh, that one in, in Marysville was one of the worst shows I've ever seen in my entire life. David Allen Coe is still the worst. Hank Jr. is right up there. Anybody else? I hated seeing Kiss, except for the fact that Alice in Chains opened for him, so I got to see Alice in Chains. Seen Pearl Jam. Soundgarden, I've seen a bunch. I love Soundgarden. Metallica, don't even... Metallica always puts on a great show. And, of course, The King, George Strait. I've seen George Strait now, what, 12 times? Last time I saw him was in Fort Worth. That was one of the best shows I ever saw in my entire life. He just stands there and sings, but that's all I want. Did it in Fort Worth, and he played, does Fort Worth almost cry? Does Fort Worth ever cross your mind? I, I almost cried. It, it, was the, it was the perfect song. Sammy Hagar is great in concert by himself and with Van Halen. David Lee Roth. I got to see David Lee Roth when he could still sing. Gary Sharon. Oh, okay, they, there's another bad one. The Van Halen with Gary Sharon. I was so bummed out. We walked out. Walked out. We left. Went and hung out with a group called Monster Magnet backstage. Uh, let's see. Uh, when I saw the crew, it was back in 1990 on Dr. Feelgood Tour, and they were fantastic. Back then, before they went to shit and lost their mojo. Yeah, I would I never got to see them back then. ACDC is still the best concert I ever saw back in 90. Close second was Metallica. They made Arco sound great. David Lee Roth puts on great shows. All Flamers do. Now, Royce saw Hank Jr. last year. That was a show in Sparks, Nevada. He put on a great show. I'd, I, that's why, and honestly, that's why I wanted to go see him at Billy Bob's. I love Hank Jr.'s music. I grew up, and I've seen Dwight Yoakam a few times. Dwight Yoakam puts on a great show. Saw Dwight, the last time I saw Dwight Yoakam, I was with my, my buddy Chris Payne, my former friend, Chris Payne. Saw him at the uh, same venue that I played. I did my stand-up show at the Silver Legacy. By the way, I had more people. Just say. He played downstairs underneath at, at the Silver Legacy. And uh, some girl walked up to the side of the stage. I'm watching the show, right? And we're like in the third row. I'm watching the show. And I see this girl on the side of the stage. She walks up on stage and she's dancing behind Dwight Yoakam. And I'm like, is she part of the show? And then all of a sudden security just pulls her off. I was like, wow, that's great security right there. When are you getting tickets for Florida Georgia Line? <laughs> right after I go see Luke Bryan. Now I'm going to ask you guys a question. Uh, a, a question. Now let's see. How do I frame this question? And 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 I, I can. Mine is three. I I don't know what order. Who is the artist or artists? that you wish you would have seen, you never, ever got to see? Who is the artist that, that you never saw and then, you, you, oh, I actually, I have four. I have four because I had tickets to my number four and I got sick that day and I couldn't go. But what artist do you regret not seeing? 
Brian starts off with Prince. I got to see Prince in Reno. That that's in my top ten shows of all time. That he was he was on stage for over three hours. What a show Prince was. Let's see, uh, Straight Fire has Waylon Jennings, first concert ever. Thank you. Uh, Travis is Queen. Scott has three. Uh, Queen, Neil Diamond, and Prince. Radberger has Frank Sinatra. Douglas has Rage. By the way, they're back together. We're just waiting on that reunion tour to start. Uh, Andrew says Queen, Genesis, Megadeth, Prince. This is a big one here. Uh, Nirvana had a chance to see him New Year's Eve, 93, 94, but my pussy friend wanted to see Primus instead. There is some hot girl in line at Ticketmaster going to see Nirvana and my more manly friend became a Navy SEAL, and I were like, uh, but the pussy whined, and we saw Primus instead. Primus sucked. I've seen Primus, yeah. Alabama at Thunder Valley because Nashville will get canceled. No, it won't. Uh, it just shows you regret not seeing. Uh, ACDC, Tom Petty, Johnny Cash. I've seen ACDC, I've seen Johnny Cash. The Highwaymen and Joe Diffie. I met Joe Diffie once at the Reno airport. Super nice guy. Wasn't a big fan of his, but super nice guy. Because Waylon's guitar had that sound. I'm still trying to get tickets for Cardi B. Uh, Rage is the bomb, but total commies, yeah. I'd add Michael Jackson. Hee hee. I don't give a fuck what people say about him. I, I understand that. All right, here's, here's my four. My number four, I did have tickets to see Neil Diamond at Arco. And I got sick. Oh, I was so bummed out about that. And then... When he came out and said he had Parkinson's and he's not going to tour ever again, I cried. I cried. That was the year, man. I had I had a list of concerts that I wanted to see that year. Neil Diamond was doing like his 50th anniversary tour. This isn't the one I had tickets to. Duran uh, Duran was doing, or no, no, Depeche Mode was. Re- I, I've seen Depeche Mode when I was 16. That was a great show. Uh, who else? George Strait, of course, and you too. I love seeing you too. I, I I'm a big fan of you too. I love the Joshua Tree record. It's one of my all time favorite records. Uh, and they put on a great show. I got to see Oasis open for them back when the brothers liked each other. That was a good show in Oakland. Uh, but yes, I had tickets. To Neil Diamond didn't go. Uh, the other ones I regret not seeing. Queen. I never really had a chance to see Queen. I mean, I kind of did, but I didn't. And there's no way my dad was going to take me a queen. So, no. My number two is the greatest American rock and roll band of all time, and that's Leonard Skinner. Before anybody says, no. Uh Uh-uh. No. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Leonard Skinner. The real Leonard Skinner with Ronnie Van Zant as the lead singer. Barefoot on stage. A lot of people ask me why I go on stage barefoot in my stand-up shows, and it's a tribute to Ronnie Van Zant. True story. So whenever I'm a category on Jeopardy, and that's the that's the end. This is why uh, this is why he goes on stage barefoot. Now you have the answer. 
I had a shot to see John Lennon, but missed. Mark Chapman didn't. <laughs> Dave Coe says, Pink Floyd, ACDC, Pat Benatar back in the day, and the police. Okay. Not that, that, that's a great list. Uh, ACDC, by the way, Dave Coe, ACDC, probably going to tour to support their new album. As soon as concerts start up, yeah. So you'll have a shot to see them. Uh, Ratburger says, we know you're secretly wanted Wham to see Wham. I would have gone to see George Michael, not Wham. I didn't like the other guy in Wham. I like George Michael. Uh, yeah, but my number two is Leonard Skinner. Of course, my number one. Never had a chance to see. I mean, he died when I was like fucking six. Almost. I was turning six three weeks later, four weeks later. And that's the king. I'll tell you what I'd like to see again is Morris Day in the Time. You want to talk about a hell of a show. Morris Day in the Time is a hell of a show. Thank you, Tim, for having us go down that road right there. That was fun. But, yeah, Morris Day in the Time, they're fantastic. Uh, But, yes, Prince, wow, what a show. Invited a friend of mine on stage to dance. The best part about that is is that he, he, that was the tour he was doing that, and he invited Kim Kardashian up on stage down in L.A. to dance, and she just stood there. He goes, well, dance. And he goes, get your ass off stage. Prince kicked Kim Kardashian off stage. Man, oh, man. That's huge. That's why I love Prince. He don't give a fuck. His rejects are hotter than Kim. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Doug says I've seen Primus a few times and I was impressed. Okay. Uh, so the Black, Black Crows put on a terrible show. The Black Crows are in my, in, in my bottom echelon. Saw them in Reno once. They sucked. Uh, this one says, Arnie, how much longer is all this COVID shit going to continue? I'm beyond tired of the stories and the quote-unquote experts and the masks. I just want to go back to normal. Kyle. Warbird says, I know that guy. Prince even called him a pimp. Well, that's the Warbird. The Warbird was the guy who got to go on stage. He was dressed like a pimp. I hung out with Warbird before that show, and they were all looking good. They were like doing like pimp and hoe type party, going to the Prince show. And Prince looked at my friend, our, our family member Warbird there, and said, I didn't know y'all had pimps up in Reno. I was so jealous. To this day, I'm still jealous. You son of a bitch. Your football team wins all the national championships, and you get to go up on stage, and you have super hot wife, and you're a firefighter, and you've been in calendars. Oh, I've been in calendars. Dick. I recently discovered how, uh, how hot Billy Idol was back in the day. I wish I was old enough to have seen him, but I was a baby. Billy Idol is awesome in concert. I saw him again two years ago out at Thunder Valley. I fucking love Billy Idol. I saw Billy Idol. First time I saw him, I was 15. Uh, the Cult was opening for him. I've seen The Cult a bunch of times. But The Cult was on their electric album tour, the, the album Electric. And they were opening for Billy Idol. Oh, God damn, that was a show. Warbird says, the good Lord had blessed, has blessed me. Yes, yes, he, he has. Uh, 
how long? I don't know how much. How long? This fucking COVID thing. I, I guess it's until whoever has to pay off their bookies is done, and they've made enough money from the masks and the ventilators and all the bullshit. I'm sorry, Kyle. I want to answer that question. I want to tell you when COVID's going to end. I don't know. I wish I did because I am sick and fucking tired of it. You're tired of the masks? I went out to eat the other night, right? Right before fucking snowageddon hit here in Texas. And it was cold. It was like five degrees outside. So I, I had my big leather jacket on. It's got the fur. That's right. I got a leather jacket. It's got fur. Don't don't hate. Yeah, don't hate. I know you're jealous. Uh, but I forgot my mask, and I was already close to the door. So I just put the I, I, I turned the collar up and put the collar over my face. I'm so sick of it. it it's so dumb. It, it really is stupid. Corona ends when Joe Biden says it ends, and he'll never say that. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. That's a great question. I, I wish I knew. I wish I had the answer for you. All right, next one here. Let's see. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, how are you doing with all the snow in Texas? I've never seen stories about this much snow ever in Texas. Stay warm and safe, brother. Christy. I'm fine. I'm staying in. You think I'm going to go out there in that shit? Uh-uh. And you want to know why I'm not going out there in that shit? It ain't because I'm afraid to drive in the snow. It's because people in Texas don't know how to drive in the snow. They just don't. I didn't know how to drive in the snow when I first moved to Nevada. I had to learn. And it took me one full winter to learn how to drive in the snow. Texas does not get snow. Everybody wants to call Texans and Southerners pussies and all that kind of stuff. Okay, that's great. First person that dies when it's 90 degrees, I'm going to call you a fucking pussy. You have air conditioning or not, I don't give a fuck. Can't handle the hot weather? Then get out of the fucking kitchen. Uh, It's just something we don't get. We don't get this much snow. I have the answer about how long the COVID thing will last. Okay, Dave Co., what's the answer? The swamp wants us in perpetual state of fear so that we're more easily controlled and divided. Okay. I, I can agree with part of that, Douglas. Uh, but it, they're going to have to end it soon. Until the Raiders win the Super Bowl, we're fucked. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, look, until we flatten the curve, duh. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate that. But, yeah, all the roads here, like I said, they don't have the snow removal equipment here in Texas. They haven't gotten to one side street yet. It is awful. And, by the way, tonight is the big storm. I don't even know what that means. In all my years of living in this state, I was born and raised here, lived here until I was almost 21. Before I moved to Reno and then went to Sacramento, and now I'm back, and I will die here. Uh, You could take my first 21 years and have all the snow that snowed in those 21 years 
and it wouldn't match what we got in the last 24 hours. Honest to God. Uh, article said today said that 14% of people who test positive for corona feel, feel any symptoms. Study was done with data beginning last spring. The con continues. Oh. Going back to that letter, if you do you want my the, – the truth is this hasn't been real. I, I, I'm sorry. Have people died? Yes, but people die from the flu every fucking year, too. Well, not this many, Arnie. Well, what they do is – look, COVID is a worse form of the flu. That's what it is. If you have real underlying conditions such as cancer, heart disease, things like that, what happens is is that this this COVID, it zaps all your immune system that's been covering all that, and it co- tries to cover COVID, and then you end up dying. And when you die, they say, well, he had COVID. That's why he's dead. Well, he had stage four cancer, too. Well, that doesn't matter. I mean, they, they've tried to tell you that people who have died in hospice, hospice beds, people died from COVID in hospice. Well, no, no, no. If they're already in a hospice bed, that means they're going to die anyway. You don't come back from hospice. You don't get a pill one day and hop out of a hospice bed and go, thanks a lot for all your help. No, it doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. Uh, once they have something else to focus our fear on, when the Dems need a new distraction as they try to steal another election. By the way, by the way, did you see? There's a story out there today about Kim Jong-un, that fat bastard. He hacked into Moderna to try to steal the vaccine. They got caught. Yeah, they got caught. And by the way, isn't it strange? Isn't it weird? Isn't it peculiar that Kim Jong fat fuck and Iran are starting to ramp things up again? Isn't that strange? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, with that attitude, what? Something else to focus on when Dems feel new distractions stealing? Yeah. Do I think they stole the election? Yes. Yeah, I do. I I, I truly do. We have to go along with it. Yeah, I I, I mean, this is like when a referee makes a fucking terrible call that changes the game. I.e. NFC Championship game when they didn't call pass interference on Deion Sanders. But I digress. You have to live with it. That's all this is. And it's horseshit. Uh, I, I can't wait. The funny thing is, is that Saturday it's like almost going to be 70 here in Texas. So we have hell to go through tonight, tomorrow, and Thursday. And then all of a sudden it will be all gone by this weekend. Kim's version of trying to hack would be walk up to the guard and say, what in the world is that over there? And hope the guard turns his head. (laughs) It's not strange that the current administration is a bunch of cowardice bitches. No, not at all. While waiting in line yesterday for ammo, I overheard someone saying that every election year, there's some kind of virus that goes around. Not sure if this is true, uh, because I I didn't really pay attention until Obama's second term. Anyone know if there is truth to this? That's a good question. Is there is, is there always something? I don't pay attention to it either. It was a big deal this time because what they had to do, 
They had to bankrupt a country. Bill Maher actually stated this in 2019. He even said it. And it shows that the Democrats and people on the left were listening and, and watch Bill Maher because he said the only thing, the only thing that can get Donald Trump out of office would be to wreck the economy. And what happened last year? And the problem is that the buck stops with the president when it comes to the economy. There are no excuses. Uh, and, and we saw that firsthand this last year. The president doesn't get to skate by and say, well, look, the economy, because we tried. The economy was great. It was in awesome shape. It was fantastic. And then Corona hit. And what happened? A majority of Democratic governors shut their states down and killed the economy of the United States of America. That's exactly what happened. And lo and behold, they got the guy reeling. Not really. Donald Trump was okay. But why introduce these new ways to vote all of a sudden? Let, let me ask you this. If it, if it, let, let's, let's turn the, the candidates around here. If it was Joe Biden as sitting president versus Donald Trump, Joe Biden was the incumbent. I want you to honestly, I want you to think about this. And the Republicans came out and said, we have mail-in ballots. Do you think there would be any chance in hell they would have allowed those mail-in ballots to count. A bunch of Republican governors send out these ballots. No. All of a sudden, these machines that were run by Republican people or had ties to Republican lawmakers, do you think those would have been used? The answer is no. And do you want to know why? Because the Democrats would have stopped it. They would have stopped it because they are the world's biggest crybabies. That's how they got the things in there, because they're the world's biggest crybabies. You, you know how I was talking about that radio show with that fucking stupid Karen bitch on there? Her and I got into it over the fucking voting, over the mail-in vote. She goes, this has been going on for 100 years. I said, no, it hasn't. Anybody, first of all, anybody who says mail-in ballots has been going on forever is too stupid to have a conversation with anybody who's a part of the ass family. Mail-in ballots were not used forever. Absentee ballots, now that's a different story. But the problem is, is you sign up to vote absentee. And when you send it in, they cross-check it and go, you're good. And you have to get it in before a certain date. And if you don't, then you're allowed to vote in person. But I laid it out for her because I felt like wasting my fucking breath and energy and typing skills. And I said, okay, the difference is this. With an absentee ballot, you're sent that ballot and they cross-check it with your name and you get it in before election day. The mail-in ballots were this way. You mail in a ballot. And that's your ballot. And then they say, okay, John Smith voted for Joe Biden. There's no cross-checking. 
And I said, what's to stop somebody? And, and Republicans, I guess, could have done this as well. It's still cheating. You get your mail-in ballot. You're driving. Yeah, you fill it out, and you put it in the mailbox while you're out one day. Oh, you know, that day that you're going to vote in person? So now you have voted twice. Oh, people won't do that, Arnie. Really? People won't do that. By the way, by the way, they impeached the president for a phone call talking about money that he was holding out from Ukraine. And he was impeached for that. When will Nancy Pelosi be impeached for holding out money for Americans, which is what she did until the election was over? How come she hasn't been impeached for that yet? I understand that she's the Speaker of the House, but I'm sure there's somebody there that could go, hey, wait a second here. Because if Donald Trump was impeached, this, this, is, this is the consistency in the logic here, people. If Donald Trump was impeached for holding out money to Ukraine, and it failed because they didn't have any evidence. We have evidence. They asked Nancy Pelosi, why did this stimulus package, wait, she said because we were waiting on a new president. She could have sent it, but she didn't. That's an impeachable offense, I thought. And guess what? It's not going to happen. Why? Because they cry louder than everybody else. And they get indignant about everything if you cry about it. See, this is is the amazing part of that side. That side can cry and cry and cry. And once somebody on the other side says, says, Word one. Oh, stop being a crybaby. Stop being such a pussy about it. That's what they tell you. Wait, wait, huh? Uh, let's see. Uh, not sure if it's the flu or not, but every time a Republican wins the presidency, a bunch of Hollywood snowflakes get sick of the country and threaten to move to Canada. Yeah, and they never do. Rat, then they see it's not as good as they think they say, or uh, they say, and oh, they have strict immigration policy, yep. Callie did a, a nighttime, no-notice vote to pass a law so they could send ballots to everyone. Three or four other states did the same thing without legislative approval. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy, and we, the people, allowed it. Oh, here we go. Warbird sent this to me. Yes, I guess it is true. That there is a, a, a strain of virus. The avian flu in tw- 2008. Swine flu. 2010. That's an election year. Uh, MERS. 2012. Ebola. 2014. The Zika virus. You remember this? Where the baby's heads were getting huge down in Brazil. Ebola in 2018 and coronavirus 2020. Thank you, Warbird. I appreciate that. So, yes, it is true. Uh, I brought in a mail-in ballot when Obama got his second term, and they fucking checked my ID and signature on it. But they did not do that this election. My son asked him if they wanted to see his ID, and they said no. It's some Alex Jones stuff. Look, yeah, do I think that those diseases came because of the election? No, I, I think it was just kind of dumb luck, except coronavirus. I think it was kind of dumb luck that it happened, but yeah. By the way, by the way, the the 28th Amendment, there are 27 amendments right now in the United States Constitution. 
there should be a 28th Amendment that says you have to show ID to vote. What was the other thing that I put along with that? There, there are two of them in there. I forgot what the second one was, but it's most important to me is that you show ID to vote. What's the wrong with that? What is absolutely I, – I, I don't understand what Democrats or anyone who's opposed to showing your ID to vote. What is wrong with that? I don't have a problem with it. People who have nothing to hide, hide nothing. Here you go. Here's my ID. More than happy to. You should have to show your ID. Do you know what they do to you in a foreign country? They, they, they make you stick either your thumb or your whole hand in, in, in a thing of, like, purple paint when you vote. And you can only vote in person because, well, they don't have the United States mail over in Shittistan. But your hand is turned purple. Why? To show that you voted. Let's do that. If you get any of that purple paint on your letter, they throw it out. It's ridiculous. It is just ridiculous. All right, next mail here. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, hold on a second here. Let's see uh, what you got to say here. Uh, well, if we can't guarantee them in office, then we don't want it. Ah, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. Look, it, it, America is a farce right now. This isn't America. Yeah, we still have some freedoms. Women, you can go out without a hijab on for now. They should change the name of our country to hypocrisy. They really, really should, honestly. Welcome to the hypocrisy states of America. Because that's all it is. That, 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 that's all this shit is. Yesterday we played six different Democratic clips of Democrats going out and saying assault people, get in people's face, do horrible things to them if they don't agree with you. Yet all those people are still gainfully employed and have not been impeached. Donald Trump did not tell people to go into the Capitol. He told people to stand up and stand up for what they believe in. Didn't tell him to go riot. Didn't tell him to go in there. And he was impeached for a second time. Which, by the way, he was acquitted as well. And I hate to say it, but I told you so. Let's make one American citizen amendment with the following. Must prove citizenship to vote. Term limits. Oh, God, that would be fantastic. For all local, state, and federal offices, DAs are voted in and never appointed. Local judges are elected, not appointed. Judges get four terms instead of two. I can live with all that. I'm fine. All right, this one says, Arnie. Buddy, I was wondering if you're still playing golf. I heard you mention something about golf yesterday, and you haven't talked about it in a long time. Do you miss it? P.S. I played with you once at Serrano with a mutual friend, Clint. And that's from Gary. I, I think I remember who Gary is. Clint was the, uh, was the first assistant pro at Serrano. Now he's the head pro at Schaefer's Mill up in Tahoe. Beautiful golf course. If you get a chance to play it, please try that course out. Tell Clint, tell him he's a fat bastard. That's from me. Uh, no, I do not play golf anymore. 
at first, I hid behind the reason of my knees because my knees hurt. Uh, my knees don't hurt that much anymore. And I say I hid behind that reason. I will tell you the – and I, I do miss playing golf, and I'd like to play golf. I don't even have clubs anymore. That's that's how far away from the game that I went. Um, it is tough for me to talk about. I watch some golf on TV. I cry at the beginning of the Masters every year because it reminds me of my dad. And that's why I don't play golf anymore. I don't play golf that much anymore. And and I do want to start up again because I, I'm back here in Texas and I have friends and I want to play golf with them. Uh, my favorite partner died. The person who I love talking about golf with the most is not here. And that's why I don't play. That's why I, that's why I stepped away from the game. It hurt too much. I was playing for a while until my house got robbed. I was playing the, the weekend my house got robbed back in 2015. I was playing good, too. Man, I was, I was playing some fucking good golf. It was like I never, ever got married. I got down to a four handicap before I was married. And then fucking got married, fucked that all up. Then got divorced and finally got back to playing a lot of golf. And then had to quit and then come back to it again when I, I moved to Reno. And I was on fire. And I think I was on fire because I didn't give a fuck anymore. I was just out there to have fun. Now I just really want to have fun. I want to go out and play golf again. I got two golf courses that are really good golf courses here in Rockwall that I can play. They're great courses all over the city of Dallas I can play. Uh, I was looking at getting clubs last year, but my friend Hutch. Hey, Hutch, if you're listening... How about hooking me up with some fucking clubs, dude? Let's go. But yes, uh, Gary, I do want to play golf. I miss it. Uh, I'm kind of over the whole dad. I think my dad would want me to play. And then I would have something to talk to with, with him about every night, even though I do talk to him every night. Adam J., buenos dias, amigo. How you doing, my friend? But yeah, that the 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 real reason why I stopped playing golf was because... It hurt too much. Not physically. I played a, what course was it? I played a Wolf Run in Reno. And I shot 74. Tied my all-time lowest. Shot 74. From the blue tees. And I broke down that night. I didn't have anybody to talk to about that. And that was a legit set. I drove, I, I drove two greens that day. And that was la- one of the last times I ever played. I didn't have anybody to say, hey, Pop, I, I shot 74 at Wolf Run. Oh, for Christ's sake, how much, how much did you cheat? You know, because he would have busted my balls. But watching Pebble over the weekend brought back so many great memories. I think that's another reason why I want to start playing again. Andrew says, I understand your reasoning, Arnie. I haven't been fishing since my mom died. Can't imagine looking over and not seeing her. Yeah, it's tough. But you got to get back out there. And uh, hopefully I'll get some clubs. 
you know, if my buddy Hutch comes through because he, he works at a golf shop, I don't give a fuck what kind of clubs he sends me. I don't care. Just get me some clubs. I'd like to play the new Ben Hogan clubs, but we'll see. We'll see. But uh, good question, Gary. I appreciate that. Thanks for making me sound like a puss on the air today, too, uh, for almost breaking down. Dickhead. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, next one. Uh, fuck, what happened to my mail shit? Oh, no, that ain't it. No, that ain't it. Ah, there we go. How about... All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, I just wanted to say thank you for being so open and honest about everything from your demons to your successes. Are the people who are in charge of radio stupid? Wait, hold on. We have a sound effect for that. Where'd it go? Was it on this one? Oh, yeah. Are you stupid or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are the people who are in charge of radio stupid? Are you stupid or something? How can some people who have gotten so bad at radio stay employed, yet you, who have only gotten better, still not on the regular radio? That is from Beth. Well, Beth, thank you so much for saying that. I appreciate that. Sorry that I wasn't that good that before, and now I have to get better, but no, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, Beth, I've been out of radio now for, what, three years? I, I have no idea what's going on with people in radio. Dave Co, I have an extra set. Keep your Callaways because if I come to Cal- when I come to California, Dave, I'll use those. I need to sit down here. But thank you. Uh, I I I don't know what's happening. Uh, I do. I do know what happened to radio. This is what happened to radio. Non-radio people are running radio now. Go to a radio station. Drive through their parking lot if you can, if they don't have gates up now, like some stations do. And I want you to look at the cars in the parking lot, okay? This is how fucked up radio is right now. And when you see the really, really nice cars, you might say, oh, wow, I wonder wonder which one's Pat Martin's. Now, Pat does have a nice car. I ain't going to take that away, but he's been in the business for 500 years, so he deserves to have a nice car. The most expensive cars in the parking lot belong to the sales staff. The shittiest cars in the parking lot belong to the people who get those people their money. That's the on-air staff. There's always been a battle in radio between on-air talent and sales, which is called program. Programming and sales. The people that run radio, and, and, and look, sales has always run radio, but they stayed out of the way of programming. They let programming do their thing, and as long as you did your thing, they wouldn't mess with you, you'd get paid. Now these people, you'll see people all the time say, oh, I knew a guy in radio, they said it didn't pay very much. Well, that's because your friend wasn't very good at radio. Radio can pay you a shit ton of money if you're good at it. At least it used to. Now all that money goes to the sales staff. Air staff doesn't get shit. I don't, I don't know why it's that way. They need the air staff. And by the way, the air staff needs a sales department. 
but not as much as the sales department needs the air staff. And you got a bunch of people who are running radio who never have worked in radio. You get somebody in there, and I'm not talking about the programming side. I'm talking about the sales side. Radio salespeople are selling air. That's what they're selling. They're selling airtime. And the only way that they can sell that airtime is if you have ratings. If you ain't got ratings, your sales team ain't going to be happy and it ain't going to be able to make sales. And radio people used to get that. On-air sale or radio sales people used to get that. But now you get all these people that come from every fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry from every fucking, you know, car lot think that, well, I, I can sell a bunch of cars so I can sell radio. They can't, though. And the ones that can, they don't, they don't trust the programming side. They think that they're selling, people are buying ads because, well, they're that good a salesman. They're buying ads because the station's popular because the people that make the station make it popular. Uh, back to Arnie's earlier statement about a certain morning show being in 13th place. Apparently, it's not money-driven anymore. How can a show that gets beat by Christian Latino music based on show's regularity make any money? Why are they still on with that record? I don't know. Well, because, yeah, I'll tell you why. Because they don't get paid. You think Dog Shit and Jerk Off are making anywhere near what the top morning show is? No. No. No, 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 no. No one wears a sport jacket like Herb Tarlick, former used car salesman. Uh, no, because those guys don't get paid. Do you know why reality TV is so popular? It's only popular because it's the only thing on. And do you know why it's the only thing on? Because it's so cheap to make. Do you think shows that are, are reality shows are breaking the top ten all the time? And the answer is no. There's no production value in it. There's no nothing about it, except for the fact it's cheap to get made. And radio uses that same model. See, the problem with radio is this, is that radio has withstood the battles through the, through the, the sands of time, if you will. First, they had to take on black and white TVs, okay? Everybody said, that's the death of radio. Television will become the death of radio. It wasn't. It lasted. Then color TV came out, and they said, yeah, done. No. Radio survived. And then cable happened. And everybody said, oh, that'll do it. That's the end of radio. Nope. And then all of a sudden, things changed. Things changed when Apple came out and the Internet. Radio was always able to hold its own and compete against television. Radio was able to compete against serious radio. Why? Because radio is free. This is why radio will never go anywhere. Radio will always be a, a, a medium of the media because it's free. 
Serious Radio came out, and everybody was like, oh, sweet, no commercials, blah, blah, blah. And then they started playing commercials. And then people realized, wait a second, I'm paying for something that's free. And then the internet came out. And Apple. Now it wasn't a pain in the ass to rewind your cassette to right where, you know, unskinny bop started. You just go, bloop, and unskinny bop would start. Or whatever your favorite song was at that time. And radio reeled. Then radio was like, well, well, at least we still get new releases. Well, you don't get them faster than the internet. That 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 skag Taylor Swift, she just released her uh, her album that she redid, so she can get the royalties because she didn't want anybody else getting the royalties because she was too cheap to buy her own music to begin with. So she rewrote a couple song or she rewrote every song, changing a couple words to where they're hers now. She released that at midnight the other night. Now any true Taylor Swift fan knows that she released it at midnight. They're not going to wait till the next morning for the the pop station to play it at the peak listening time of 7.45. They're going to wake up at 6.30. They're going to go to their computer, and they're going to download that album, and the song that everybody's talking about, they're going to play at 6.37 a.m., an hour and 15 minutes ahead of radio. Radio has never found a way to combat the internet. And that's why it's a dying. It's radio is terminal and it's the worst kind of terminal because like I said, since it's free, it will never die. It's in purgatory right now. Social media will be the death of all of us. Well, let me just play this right here for you. Correct the mundo. Yeah, I, I, I can't agree with that anymore. Uh, all right, next letter here. God damn, there's been a lot of time. Uh, but thank you, Beth, for saying what you said. That was very, very nice of you. Uh, let's do this. Hey, listen up, it's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie. <clears throat> Why is it they keep giving talk shows to awful people like Drew Barrymore and Kelly Clarkson? That's from Kennedy. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I agree. Kelly Clarkson sucked. And Drew Barrymore's television, I have never seen that. I've seen some, some clips from it. God damn. That is atrocious television. Kelly Clarkson is mind-numbingly boring. I would rather take a dirt nap than to ever see the Kelly Clarkson show, ever. It was in the background when I was packing the move once, and I had to turn it off because it was, it was annoying me so much. I wasn't even sitting there watching it. I was moving boxes in and out. Drew Barrymore, I... I guess her her talk show gets made because she has a production company. Oh, they give the worst people. Rachel Ray sucks. Sorry if I've upset you, but she's terrible. The View, awful. 
The talk, awful. The chew, awful. Let's go back to the good old days of Merv Griffin. The late night shows are the worst thing that are on. I would probably watch Drew Barrymore before I watched any of the late night shows. Probably the same dingleberries that give TV shows about cat salons to Maya Bialik. Amen. How does that show get made? If if you're a writer in Hollywood and you've got this uh, fucking awesome sitcom and you pitched it to Fox, and they said, "Man, we we really want to take it, but uh, we're we're gonna have to pass." You got passed over for a show with an ugly chick, Maya Bialik, and her training to become a cat lady. That show is better in the eyes of the network than your show. These shows are aimed at women who love gossiping. Uh, those of us who don't participate or partake in the pettiness will find this shit abhorrent. Well, it's like that. It, you know when it started? I'll, I'll tell you when it started. It started when everybody started getting it. Like the days of Phil Donnie. Phil Donnie was great, too. I'm going to talk like this until I get upset, and then, sir, I'm going to come down on you like this. Oh, yeah, Phil Donnie was great. Morton Downey Jr., he was an asshole, but it was a fun talk show to watch. Jerry, God bless Jerry Springer. I'll tell you where it all ended for me. And it was when they gave that man, Wendy Williams, a show. Wendy Williams comes out. You could see her fucking bulge in her pants. And Wendy Williams is a proud black man. Let me just tell you right now, John Henry is looking good in there. Nobody cares about what Wendy Williams has to say. (laughs) No, I I did not say the Jew. I said the chew. Like Hachu. I love the Jewish people. Unlike Jen Psaki, who says she doesn't know if they're important enough allies to us anymore. Uh, I don't know what happened to talk shows. Look, I, I, I think they went a little far when Arsenio got one. Being Arsenio Hall, Eddie Murphy's friend. Eh, he has a talk show. How many movies has Arsenio been in without Eddie? Yeah. Speaking of new TV shows, The Mayor with Ted Danson is pretty funny. So many jokes about local government, and I usually hate all of that uh, ex-SNL written NBC garbage. Okay. I did watch the, the new show on CBS because I am old. I did watch Clarice. The spinoff of Silence of the Lambs 40 years later. It was pretty good. I, I liked it. I'll, I'll watch it again. Wendy Williams has a bigger dick than Don Lemon. Yeah, and Don Lemon has seen Wendy Williams' dick up close and personal. I can't watch Don Lemon anymore. I didn't know he was gay for the longest time. And, and I think he's a bottom. Like, every time I see him on TV, I just I, I expect him to get shot in the face with semen. 
I expect him to do, be doing a story on Afghanistan or something, and all of a sudden, oh, sorry about that. Whoops, a cockle. Whoops, a cockle there. Sorry. Sorry, Don. That getting your hair? Oh, it sucks. Didn't Wendy Williams say, where are the white women at? <laughs> Hangtown Jen says, I like Clarice. Is anyone going to watch the new TV show about the rock growing up? I have a set to record tonight. What's it called? Young Dewey or something like that? I, I, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I can't look at Shepard Smith without laughing, yeah? He's another one. Doesn't he take a shot to the face? There you go. All right, last mail here. Last one. Uh-huh. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. And here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Artie, have you heard the new Mammoth song yet? I'm hoping this might be the rebirth of rock music. Heard it. We played it on the show. We played the new Mammoth this week. We played it Monday morning on the show. What's the name of it? I, I don't know the name of it yet. Uh, you're to blame. Uh, I think it's a good song. I think it's a really good song. And I do believe, and he's got another one out called Distance. His album comes out in June. I like what we're seeing. You remember uh, Suspect, let's see, Suspect, what was it, Suspect 87 or something? That was the, I, th- this was this was a really cool one we played it on the show. Uh, Suspect 1208. She tries hard to get me. They keep it. It's a fun song. It was a good song. The Sons of Scott Weiland, Slash, and uh, Robert Trujillo. They make up that band. That one's cool. And then Mammoth. Hold on. Let's see. I'll play part of the new one uh, as long as I can find it again. This is it. Good start. I mean, I can see myself driving to this, roll down windows real loud. See that? I like it. Uh, I hope these youngsters are taking over. Greta Van Fleet proved that they suck. Greta Van Fleet came out in their first album and blew everybody away only because they sounded just like Led Zeppelin. And then they decided to put out a second record and they sounded just like Rush. They went in the opposite direction. I'm sorry. Sorry to all you Rush fans out there, but Greta Van Fleet, they, they, they proved to be a bust. Speaking of moose-like black women, even black people I know don't like Queen Latifah as the equalizer. I don't even want to talk about it. That the preview of her running out of that building that explodes. You know, that, that, that time the guy who's blowing that building up to make sure she's far enough is doing the old three, two and a half, two and a quarter, two, two and an eighth, one, a tenth, 
Zero. Ba-boom. And she's finally out of the way. She's terrible. I think if Queen Latifah and Jimmy Fallon had, as a co-star and drove a cab, then the Equalizer would be a good show. Yeah, didn't they make some show like that? Yeah. They had a movie out. I think it was called Taxi or something. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon didn't make that many movies. I did like Fever Pitch. This is a baseball movie. Pretty good. But that was about it. I can't watch a commercial for the Equalizer without giggling. I'm I'm the same way, except instead of giggling, it's it's weeping. Because Denzel re- Denzel revived that franchise and made it badass again. Now Queen Latifah's shit in the bed with it. God bless you, Queenie. Uh, fuck, is that late already? Yeah, we can't really take a break, huh? So, okay, this is what we'll do. We'll just keep going. We'll just keep going. We won't even break. We'll go for another 15, 20 minutes, maybe-ish. She was running out of the building on all fours with a bell clanging around her neck. Oh, that's so almost true. All right, let's see. Uh, Did you hear this story about Ashley Judd? See, uh, reason number 458,603, why Arnie will never go to Africa. Ashley Judd is in an ICU unit in South Africa. But I don't care if it's in South Africa. It's still Africa. I never want to be in a hospital in Africa. They would call it Africa. 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 Anyway, she's in the IC unit after having her leg shattered in an accident in the Congo. Now, first of all, hey, Ashley, what are you doing in the Congo? What you doing in the Congo? Why do you need to be in the Congo? You see, Arnie don't need Africa, and Africa don't need Arnie. So it's a mutual respect that I have with Africa and Africa has with me not to go there. If I have to take shots to get there, it's not worth it. So old homegirl gets all her shots done, does all that work, right? goes there, and she's walking around, and she just says, well, accidents happen. Oh, shit, Bubba wants out of the damn room. All right, Bubs. Oh, shit. Go ahead, buddy. Stay out. All right. There you go. All right. So she goes to Africa. She's doing a, a, I guess she's hiking or walking around, and... She fell over a tree. She said she had a very powerful stride growing, going. I, I don't know what that means. She was walking strong, walking tall. By the way, uh, Ashley Judd, no relation to our favorite all-time uh, 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 sheriff, Grady Judd. Did you hear me? Did you hear what I just said? They are not related. She's related to the old singing group, the Judds, and and she's a terrible actress. Anywho, so she had this powerful stride going on, and she fell over a tree. 
She said, as I was breaking my leg, I knew it was being broken. Now, here's the part that keeps me out of Africa. It took them 55 hours to get her from the jungle to an operating table. That's more than two fucking days. And I'm sorry. If you got a hospital, that means you got an aeroplane. If you got an aeroplane, that means I can go to America and get a good hospital. She was stuck on the ground for five hours with a shattered leg. She said she was biting a stick because of pain, like a howling, like a wild animal. By the way, you couldn't hear it. Maybe you could hear it. My eyes roll as she's biting on a stick because that's the way they did things back in the 1800s and now in the 2000s in Africa. Uh, Ashley was searching for the killer of Nicole Brown and Ron Goldman. She was running through the jungle as fast as she could to get away from the angered mob of locals shouting, Defund the police! <laughs> it turns out it wasn't a stick, it was Weinstein. <laughs> All right, so... She was eventually taken to a trauma unit on a motorcycle while holding uh, the top part of her broken tibia together. We did that. She was on a motorcycle for six hours? This is why you don't go to Africa. Holy shit. You're on the ground for five hours, biting a stick, and then finally, Nambutu comes to you and says, your translator says, okay, we, we, we got you out. We got transportation for you, but it's a motorcycle. I'd have looked at Numbuta and said, fuck you. You, you googly-talking son of a bitch. Get me an ambulance. The, the activist spends much time every year in Africa and wanted to use the interview to raise awareness of issues of poverty and animal protection. She was there on research project of bonobos, a species of endangered primates. By the way, she didn't just break her leg. She shattered it in Africa. Hang down, Jen says, I Googled her. Dear Lord, she has aged. Wait, hold on. So you want to see bad picture? I'll show you a bad picture of her. Look at this shot she did online. You, you got to scroll about, I would say, about halfway down, uh, a little less than halfway down. It's the first picture where she's like there in front of a microphone doesn't look too bad. Then when she's got the, the weird-looking dude, hoof, that is some rough trade. That it that her face is ten miles a bad road. God damn. Ratberger says she used to be hot. Yeah, a long, long time ago. Oof. 
She's looking rough. By the way, did anybody like the movie Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? I kind of dug it. I thought it was a good movie. I wish they would have showed the parts where he was kicking the shit out of her. Yeah. Sounds like she's she's scouting out more kids for her Hollywood buddies to adopt and exploit. Correct the mundo. If we're lucky, she'll get bit by a fly maggot spurting from her wounds. Uh, so if you didn't see it, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, that's where they met. That's where the, the ending of Brad and Jennifer happened. And the movie's about two hitmen, or I'm sorry, hitman and hit woman, who work for different murdering companies, and they have no clue what the other one does. And they fall in love and get married. And then they have to take each other on. It came out, I don't know, 10 years ago, 12 years ago. Well, here's good news. No, not really. Oh, it came out in 2005. Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Donald Glover. Isn't that, isn't that Childish Gambino? Donald Glover? That scumbag. They're going to remake it. The, 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 the movie's only 15 years old. Why are you remaking it? With people nobody knows. Uh, when Mr. and Mrs. Smith was made, those two were gigantic stars. And by the way, st- one of them still is. Brad Pitt. Yeah, these two are not big, gigantic stars. Donald Glover's old, I'll say he's kind of a star. Why are they remaking it? Oh, it's going to be remade as a series on Amazon Prime. Why? Why not hire Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? Why hire these two? And by the way, last time I checked, Brad Pitt wasn't black. And Angelina Jolie wasn't that ugly. I mean, she she could probably get the role now because she is that ugly. When is Hollywood going to do anything new? I don't know, maybe, maybe adopt a screenplay about uh, a bunch of hogs in a prison or, or chickens in a prison, roosters, and call it cock of the block. I'll watch the new Mr. and Mrs. T. If Mr. T is played by Cedric the Entertainer and Mrs. T is played by Eddie Murphy's mom and the Nutty Professor. Eddie Murphy. That was his mom. Eddie Murphy plays both. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Shit, why don't I have Mr. T in it? Mr. T can act. Mr. T's a bad motherfucker. This is so stupid. We're going to remake this movie from 15 years ago. Don't make movies, remake movies from 15 years ago. Especially ones that weren't gigantic hits. Mr. Smith, Mr. and Mrs. Smith did all right. Thank you, Dave. Damien just sent me something. Sent me the same thing Davico sent me, that Blazing Saddles is on tonight at 8, but due to the editing, it's over at 8.07. That's pretty funny. 
Why can't Hollywood make a live-action TV show call, or show reboot called uh, Catch That Pigeon? Look, here's the thing. I, if you're going to remake it, make it better. Putting Donald Glover in there and some chick who kind of looks a little bit on the dikey side, just so you fill out some boxes. And, by the way, Stackar hasn't been on here in a couple days, which I, I don't like that. But I, I remember Stackar telling me that he watched part of the, the reboot of Walker. I won't call it Texas Ranger. I won't even call it Walker. The reboot of that show about the cop in Texas. He says that, that Cordell Walker, Chuck Norris, that character, has depression he's dealing with. Chuck Norris does not worry about getting depression. Depression worries about getting Chuck Norris. Wow. All right, let's see. Let's do this. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's crash can. Radberger says, you know Hollywood is already looking into a black remake of the Kardashians. Who will be cast? Who will be cast? Uh, well, the Kardashians really aren't going anywhere. Didn't they go to, like, Hulu or something like that? So they're still going to be making content and shit. Uh, I would say probably Will Smith's family, but I think they're too old. The Mr. and Smith's Smith show will probably be dramatic and tackle social issues. I fucking hope not. I really do. All right, Dateline is Orlando. Uh, police said a TSA agent spotted passenger Eli Brown at gate 35 about a week and a half ago. Stopped him for a random bag check before he could board his flight to Louisville. Said grab his bag and they're looking at it. And inside his backpack, police said the agent found 22 vacuum sealed bags wrapped in white clothing. Right, white clothing. Where did it? They each contained a pound of meth and $900 cash. So the motherfucker had at how many? Uh, let's see. Let, let's see. He had a pound. Oh, one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three. 20, 21, 22, 23. Good move. They're a pound each. That's 23 pounds. You got 50 pounds to play with. You're good to go. They shouldn't have looked at it. Ogre says, uh, or Ogre says, Rat, they're probably fixing a reboot Star Wars with black people. Star Wars, motherfucker. 
And you motherfuckers need Jesus. Not the force, but Jesus. And you motherfuckers need Jesus. I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. Ah, guaranteed. Yep. So anyway, this old boy tried to get on a plane at 8 a.m. Had all this meth in his bag. He claimed the bag wasn't his, and then he fell asleep at the gate after trying in from L.A. When he woke up, the bag was next to him, and he assumed it was his since he arrived with an identical bag. Good excuse. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It looks like my bag. No, no, that's not my bag. My, my bag is full of trinkets to help orphans. You know, he probably said something like that. 22 pounds of meth? Golly. I mean, seriously. A, move, you're moving a lot of weight, and B, since you're l- moving a lot of weight, you're probably going to get killed in prison because you got it confiscated. It's either that or your raping is going to be terrible. Not that any raping is good, but yours is going to be extra awful. How about this one here? How about that? Uh, are, we, are we still there? Yeah, we're still there. Let's go. Everyone from Florida is stupid. I didn't get to the Craigslist thing Everyone today. We'll get to that Florida tomorrow. Is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ is mm. high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake. Florida is the South's crash camp. All right, where did this one happen? Um, Collier County. A woman woke her sister up by drunkenly stabbing her with an EpiPen on Thursday night. (laughs) Then explained to police that she is, quote, unquote, I'm allergic to drunks. Uh, her, her sister, I guess, right? Yeah, this was her sister. Joanna Zelinsky, uh, was booked into a Collier County jail. There are reports that the sister was drinking with Zelinsky, then went to bed, but woke up sometime later to find Zelinsky repeatedly stabbing her with an EpiPen. I'm allergic to drunk, Zelinsky told police, according to local news out. So I injected her with the EpiPen so she wouldn't be drunk anymore. I mean, uh, 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 what's the big deal? You, you know, in the middle of that, in the middle of that quote, uh, I, I gave her the pins. Oh, sorry. Uh, so, see, she wouldn't be drunk anymore. Oh. Uh, Right, where it says, how can you be allergic to drunks and live in Florida? It's like saying I can't swim. Want to go surfing? Well, I don't understand it because they start drinking in elementary school and they work their way up to meth. God bless you, Florida. You don't let me down. Florida does not let me down. People walking around free and everything, and, and they're, they're wasting EpiPen shots. 
Mm-mm-mm. All right, last one here. Sorry I'm in a little early. Having some issues with my teeth. In my head. All right, this is the last one, right? Yeah. Uh, remember, tomorrow on the show, uh, we're going to do Celebrity Rehab Deathmatch. What else did I just say that we're going to do? Anybody remember? I'll definitely do that one tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, isn't Zelitsky the auto parts king of Chicago? Hashtag Tommy Boy. Yeah? You betcha, Tommy Boy. You can get any of these fine Callahan products here at Big Z Zelinsky's Motors. I might make the American auto part for the American worker or something like that. I, I haven't seen Wow, but yes, great movie. All right, this is our last story today. Jesus Christ, and this is fucked up. Fucked up. Same college. Wow, same county. Collier County. Oh, Craigslist, that's it. Yes, thank you, Dave Coe. Craigslist, got to write that shit down. Came from Craigslist. Good job. Good job. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, This is a story about a man named... Is that Christian Hunter Lee? All right. Uh... Deputies say a woman who lives in the area was walking her her dog along 27th Avenue when she noticed a small pet store box discarded along the side of the road. That's not good. Inside the the box, there was all kind of blood. So she called the police, of course. Deputies said they found bloody wipes. Empty scissor package and fingernail package, and a recent uh, a receipt from a local pet store for the purchase of a hamster for fourteen ninety nine. So the cops went to the the store because you know you got a, a box and you got you know that in there. They they went the the cops went to the store. And wanted surveillance for the purchase, which showed 21-year-old Christian Lee Hunter buying the pet. Hunter was also involved in a case in May 2020 after a hamster was found ripped into quarters in a small critter box outside a pet store. And he claims that his dog mauled that one up. This one, though, he claims he did. Uh, what was in the box? Well, what was in the box was the body of a hamster. Do you know what was not in the box? What's in the box? The head of said hamster. You think he's using that like in The Godfather? He's going to fuck with a friend of his and put the head of a hamster in that dude's bed? I don't think anybody's going to see that, partner.
A search warrant was granted for uh, Mr. Hunter's house after deputies visited his home. Deputies say he admitted to buying the hamster and providing a false name on the sales record. And they did that. Why would you do that to a hamster? Yeah, neither can I, Ogre. The what's in the box. Yeah, it's terrible now. The dude decapitated a hamster? This a few years after he pulled apart a hamster? This is one of two things. He's a serial killer in training or, just like in the movie The Jerk, when that guy's shooting at, at, at Steve Martin going, he doesn't like hands. This guy doesn't like hamsters. I mean, seriously, who who decapitates a hamster? You have got to be having the worst day of your entire life if you decapitate a hamster. Sassy Pammy, I agree. That guy is a serial trainer in, in training. Who the fuck does that? Uh, you guys uh, don't mind me. Don't, I, I'm just... Uh, all I'm doing is decapitating a hamster over here. You you go back to your little party. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. That's fine. Uh, in a couple weeks, I'll be at your house at night doing the same thing to you with a leather fo- hood on, and I'll ejaculate in your face. That's the other thing, man. I, I got I got. Is this guy named Lenny, right? Yeah, I, I don't want to be a serial killer. I, I, I can't because I don't get off on death, but I don't want to be killed by a serial killer either because I'll know that he's coming right when I die. That's not the way I want to go. I don't want to go with that thought in my brain. I don't want to be sitting there with a knife stuck in my heart as I'm about to pass out and I see him standing over me with no pants on, whacking it out. No, uh uh-uh. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. That's terrible. All right, that does it for us today. This dude needs to be watched for a long time. You know he's going to step his game up. Oh, amen to that. Oh, he totally is. Uh, all right, we will be back tomorrow, and tomorrow, by the way. Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Celeb Rehead Deathmatch and Craigslist coming on tomorrow's show. Uh, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. So until then, adios, everybody. She left me there's somebody new she thinks I'm perfect I swear she likes my body my class and my charm she says I've got a confident air she respects my ambition thinks I'm talented too but she's in love with an image time is bound to see through Hey!
insecurities You've seen me lose all my charm You know I was raised on a farm Oh, she tells her friends I'm perfect And that I love her cat But you know me better than is outside waiting to arrest him.